0: hey guys brand new podcast july 27th at the met in philadelphia there are a few tickets still available uh so go to the met and uh, in philadelphia go to burp Bert, Bert, but i'll see you Jane july 27th did i say july i did say july right yeah because i'm riding a bike the next day at atlantic city so i gotta go to spin class tomorrow but i'm recording my podcast with tommy buns two bears one cave uh pretty big response today from two bears one cave oh yeah yeah people are liking it tom's been calling me all day and i've been with the girls because i'm back motherfuckers i am back from fucking australia australia was amazing thank you to every uh, single i still have gunk in my throat from still thank you to every single one of you came out in sydney perth melbourne brisbane brizzy like I picked up an accent over there.
1: Yeah, totally hear it.
0: Um, but yeah, it was Australia was a blast. I have one date that is July twenty seventh at the Met this coming uh this fall and that or this this summer, and that's it. I just have one show, Philadelphia. And then uh fall tour dates for for uh for um
1: Body Shots, Body World, shots World, tour. World
0: Tour starts up in September. Yep. Goes to November 23rd and it ends, I think it starts in San Francisco and ends in Cleveland. Yep. Where I'm recording my next special. Nice. Very excited about the material. Um, you know, sometimes you just got to live life to be able to write. Very true. And I spent some time with you guys in Bollywood. Bali. Bali was amazing. Yes, it was. It was absolutely amazing. If you want to hear about our Bali trip, uh, Leanne kind of hijacked that material for her own Did podcast. Did not hijack Check out anything. out Two Girls, One Cave
1: two girls one k what do
0: you what do you call it
1: wife of the party oh that's
0: right wife of the party W T P. check out leanne's podcast the one with george and i was pretty funny um I, I just listened to that the other day because i was on the road and i was a little depressed
1: Or are you missing us
0: it is so good to be home it's yeah. so good to be home i am so jet-lagged i took a four-hour nap today i'm um, hopefully i'll go to sleep tonight
1: i hope so It took me like three nights in a row when I got back to get back in order.
0: I would take a Xanax, but I know that I'm really uh, bland the next day, Mm -hmm. and I got to wear a pod. Tom and I podcast at nine in the morning. Yeah, don't do that. And so I don't want to. So maybe I'll have a couple glasses of wine and see if that puts. You want to
1: hibernate in the cave tomorrow? Ah, ah, ah! Two bears, one cave. For more
0: of those (laughs) Leantics. By the way, Georgia's online right now. Georgia with her sweet little brain. Georgia's such a sweet soul, unlike her sister, who is not a sweet her soul. She, Isla is very Isla sweet. Is a fucking wolf today. You,
1: Isla's very she was sweet. Fucking, it's just says she missed you and she was fucking with you. Yeah, that's, the way she
0: loves is to fuck with me. Yeah. And to fucking
1: I reckon where she learned
0: that. Yeah. And Georgia right now is Googling how to reset a bike lock yeah. with no tools. No tools. As, as if there's gonna be some easy fix on a bike lock. Put it all to zero zero. And then then pray. Yeah, because then everyone will just do that and unblock every bike. Yeah. Do you have any WD-40?
1: Well, she wants to get, yeah, she was getting ready for the 4th of July because every year on the 4th of July, our little neighborhood has a parade that goes from the elementary school and winds through the neighborhood and ends up at the park. It's really fun. And it's amazing. And we decorate our bikes. So I told them, you know, every year on the 4th, we're like, in a mad dash to get our bikes decorated, and we're never fully happy with them before we hit the road. I was like, maybe we need to start decorating them on the 3rd.
0: You know what sucks is that I had planned a very healthy week uh-huh. because I, I'm, I'm I'm trying desperately to lose weight. I ran 5K a day in um, in Australia. She's still walking around with her headset trying to out. figure out how to reset a bike lock.
1: It was pretty cute. I ran a 5K
0: a day in Australia, but I didn't lose any weight because I was eating like fucking crazy and then i came home and i was like i was like i'm gonna be good Mm -hmm. and this morning i couldn't it's like a legit addiction it's like my my brain just i lose control of it yeah i I mean do you know i i I, if
1: but are you really hungry when you're eating
0: i was starving this morning when i woke up but you ate and i ate an egg and and a and a and a garden patty yeah. Like I do this like corned beef hash thing with a garden patty. Yeah. And then I put an egg on top of it.
1: Well, that sounds pretty healthy.
0: It didn't even fucking come. And I was like, I was like, hold on. And all- give it a minute. <coughs> I kept saying to myself, just give yourself enough, enough to get your body the energy it needs. Mm-hmm. And my stomach was growling. Yeah. So then you're like, well, I was making pancakes. And I was like, okay, well, I probably shouldn't have pancakes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do with the little bit of the <laughs> fucking... I'm gonna do some meat and another egg. Protein, protein. And then Meat and
1: another egg in a tortilla with but cheese. I, I didn't
0: plan on that because it just looked so unappetizing. did it just
1: jump on your plate? It just
0: looked unappetizing. Just jumped
1: on two I, tortillas and
0: cheese. Well it looked one tortilla? Well, I'll tell you why, because the egg fucking broke. And I was like, "All so right." So you needed bucket.
1: two tortillas. And then
0: while I was waiting for that to make, I ate a rib from last night.
1: You're talking like an addict. And then I ate like an another addict.
0: rib. I ate another rib before I went to go see the movie with the girls.
1: Lots of excuses flying. And then I around have here.
0: popcorn at the movie with the girls.
1: You know what your wife had today?
0: What did my wife have today?
1: I had probably one egg because I por- well, I- you'd
0: know. Did you break it and only one came no,
1: out? No, I cooked multiple eggs that multiple people oh, ate. Okay. So I portioned out about one egg. I had one piece of bacon. And I had one pancake that my 12-year-old daughter made. So you had to eat the pancake.
0: I had a pancake, too. The only reason I ate the pancake was because I made it.
1: <laughs> for lunch, I had a salad with chicken.
0: I had a rib for lunch.
1: And the salad also had, like, corn and pinto beans. Not very many, but, like, a little bit of corn, a little bit of pinto beans. And a chicken. And a tiny little sliver of cornbread. And that is all I've eaten today. God damn.
0: There's no way to outrun a bad oh, diet. Oh, I
1: did eat a few grapes at my Girl Scout meeting. So that's not bad, right? It's
0: not bad. It's probably hopefully, not enough, but I have to eat dinner to still. tonight is healthy.
1: It's a Blue Apron.
0: Oh, it's a Blue Apron? Yeah. Nothing says summer's finally here like a classic Blue Apron meal, like a juicy burger or whipping up a fresh tomato salad, salsa. Ooh,
1: I love tomato or salsa. Or sharing a
0: delicious meal fresco. Blue Apron is my favorite meal delivery service in the world. It is the number one meal delivery service, and I love it. They deliver fresh ingredients to your house with a recipe put together by one of their chefs, carefully designed and tested by their test kitchen chefs, and they use unique specialty ingredients to bring chef-quality recipes to your dinner table. Blue Apron chef-designed recipes including amazing specialty sauces, premium ingredients, and blends that would otherwise be difficult, expensive, or time-consuming to source or make. Do you understand what that means? What it means is if you go to the store, you're going to drop 150 bucks buying one dinner of ingredients for your family. Yeah. Blue Apron measures it out and gives you exactly what you need. Right. And nothing more, which is sustainable. Right. That's where the sustainability comes in. <clears throat> it gives you the recipe so it's super easy. That's where the difficulty comes in. And expensiveness its less than $10 per person when you use a Blue Apron. We love it because for us... It gives us a moment to sit with the girls, have dinner, and talk about your day. Tonight we will be talking about Spider Man because the girls and I just went and saw Spider Man. And uh, can we Spider Man is Spider Man if he was Jewish? Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Person. Anyway, to make start making delicious, bragworthy meals at home without hassle, try Blue Apron. Check out this week's menu and get sixty dollars off when you visit blueaproncom slash birdcast. That's blueaproncom slash birdcast. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Ah, I love Blue Apron. I can't wait for this meal.
1: I know, tonight it's steak and mashed potatoes and carrots.
0: They have seared steak and green beans, sweet pepper focaccia pizza, seared chicken and peach salad salad. Ooh, salmon, avocado rice bowl. That looks good. These are all the ones that got coming out. This podcast is also brought to you by Manscaped. <clears throat> if you shave your balls and you're not using... Uh, the the lawnmower 2.0 electric trimmer with skin safe technology. You are doing it wrong. I'm telling you right now. Isla shaved her armpits with it yesterday. Yeah. It is, and I said, and she goes, "Is it going to cut me?" No. That's what's beautiful about this damn thing. There are no t- no nicks, no snags. I've had to shave my balls all through Australia, and I didn't do it because I left my damn
1: manscaped my, here
0: my lawnmower at home
1: oh, man. and uh
0: and and i u- i use it to shave my cheeks now my cheeks look all messed up because i haven't had it I, it's one of the best razors i've ever purchased in my I, I didn't even purchase i think they sent it to me yeah and i was so skeptical because i'm such a razor snob yes a trimmer you are. Snob. i have time. so many pairs of trimmers
1: it's ridiculous so there's certain
0: okay. things i like certain trimmers for i've got liners for the side of my beard and now i use these damn things because mark norman uses it that's all he uses is the lawnmower nice yeah and if if you if you do use this and nick your sack all you got to do is send it back
1: if you nick your sack send it back send it back if you nick your sack send it back send it back
0: over one million men have confidently (laughs) manscaped with the manscaped precision engineered (laughs) tools if you want to keep your fella feeling cool and dry all day and reduce shaping get the manscaped crop preserver uh use that in australia because i i uh I, well, I don't think I need to tell you why. Do you remember when I had it out and I was like, hey, Leanne, and I was laying naked on the bed, can you help me ba- do my bottom like a baby? And you were like, ugh. Uh,
1: no, I, I, I probably blocked it out.
0: Okay. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not put it on the smelliest part of your body? Amen. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BERT at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And if your balls are thanking you, that means your woman's thanking you. And if your woman's not thanking you, that means she's not paying enough attention to your balls and you need a new woman.
1: Mm, I don't know. Get 20%
0: off free shipping and a free travel bag with the code BERT. The travel bag is fucking fantastic. I threw all my trimmers in the travel bag and just assumed because I had it, I had my lawnmower and I didn't. And I was kicking myself in the balls all all trip. Dad burn it. Get 20% off free shipping and a free travel bag with the code BERT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping and a free travel bag at manscaped.com and use the code BERT. Today's podcast is absolutely fantastic. The the guest is Adam Ray. Adam Ray is a really interesting dude. He just threw out the first pitch at a a Seattle Mariners game. That's cool. And uh, it was such a joy to watch. I love guys who take joy in life. And that is Adam. Yeah. We talk a little bit about him, uh, him and Sandra Bullock. Uh, he's good friends with her, but I think he tried to maybe see if she'd fall in love with him and it didn't work out the way he wanted. Uh, we talked about that. We talk about Pete's Dragon. It's one of my favorite movies in the world. When I was a kid, it's all I watched. We get in depth about Pete's Dragon. We talk about the songs and we sing the songs together. We talk about Brad Williams. uh, That is, we we did um we did an episode of Something's Burning and Brad fell out of a chair. Yeah, and we have never laughed harder in our tires. Was Adam with Brad?
1: On that yeah, episode, yeah, oh, okay.
0: He's got a special called "Read the Room" that is out now. It's out everywhere you can get specials on Spotify, on iTunes. It's streaming. Go check it out. He's absolutely hilarious. And if you haven't, go check out him and Brad's podcast. They literally, the one I did is one of the funniest podcasts I've ever been on. Oh yeah. Oh, they're they're just really good together. They're one. They're part of the reason that got me to step up my game because I got there, and they're like completely professional. Yeah, we just moved by the way. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe that was a private thing. Anyway, um, you're going to love this episode. I promise you. Ladies and gentlemen, today's BirdCast, Adam Ray.
1: This is BirdCast.
0: Did you see
2: 50 Cent get into a fight last night? No, I thought you were going to say, did you see he 50 Cent lost his vitamin water uh,
0: campaign? No. God, he a fight with who <coughs> some young hap, uh, rapper nfl doom uh walked to nfl do doom, doom i don't know <laughs> walked up to him at a, 50 was leaving a movie and like got in his face Fifty's like hey man i'm on a date like and the guy's like yeah oh you won't fight and 50 was you know 50 cents a big month either that or yeah. nfl doom is a very small man but 50 cent was like a big motherfucker he's like six four really yeah the game's a big dude yeah
2: are you into hip-hop uh, I've gotten more into it in like, the last three, four years. But
0: um, you I've gotten know. less into it. Oh, really? I don't like, uh, like, I don't, I'm, I've never been into, like, uh, the Soldier Boy or right. the and Lil Xanax. Lil Xan. So I don't even know who the fuck that is. Lil Xan is the one that does. I stay away uh, from pill-named rappers. Dude, so it, I think it's so comical how these <laughs> rappers all got into, like, medicine that my doctors gave me to fly. <laughs> yeah, dude. And that's what they party on. DJ They're, Ibuprofen. DJ Ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Xan, he does the one that goes, uh, what's the, how does that song go, Halston? I, uh, I go, <laughs> I'm going to take my, my horse down to the old town barn. and I'm going to, old country road. Oh, yeah. And I find it comical that, uh, I, don't think that's a little. I think that's Lil Xan. That sound like a country song. Is it Lil Vike? So it's him singing country? It's Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X yeah, my yeah. bad. Um, I think Lil Xan's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Xan is someone else little perk little Vite. for a little perk little uh little 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 Ambian. damn dude that he's white that's somebody's kid dude that's where I, I've said this before that's where stand-up's going so like these kids don't have any talent what they do is they tattoo their face so that you click on them because they look interesting yeah that's that's like little six nine um had that big six nine that he's yeah. was in jail I think but they just, they just get as as interesting looking as possible, so that you go, wait, well, what's that? Because everything's just a thumbnail now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, this is coming from the guy who takes his shirt off on stage. <laughs> I'm a fucking walking thumbnail. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but at least you're backing it up once you click. Dude, it. I have stand up comedy. I know I can yeah. do stand up comedy, but uh, because I did it for so long, but now people will just not um do it for that long and then they'll just try to look as different or as crazy
2: you think these as, kids are actually posing a threat to like what we do like there's gonna like like the next the Chappelle marketing. is a kid who's got a fucking you know Quiznos and like subway under his eyelids and he's like i'll sell that for sandwiches and you're like I mean, this guy's got no material but he's like fresh and he's interesting
0: it it's about it, being
2: famous and no it, it's not it is, about right. being
0: funny i mean not that it was ever i mean when i started it was it about it was about being funny but now it's more about being famous they were saying, someone was telling me, Dax Shepard yeah. sells 5,000 cedars and no just does way. a podcast. Yeah, just brings a couch out. Fuck. And just... Was he ever... you know how fucking great that would be? No preparation whatsoever. Oh, yeah,
2: dude. Just chat with somebody. Get a buddy to fly out with you. Give him a little cash or just come out for the press. No preparation whatsoever. Would you just, love to do that instead of staying up? In addition, right? You'll never...
0: No, you know what? I, there, you know there, what, I don't different. have... I don't have... Dax Shepard's got I don't got it I don't got that confidence that fucking that like fuck it mentality because if I if that was me I would prepare so hard I would prepare I would, and I, I the reason I can't do live podcasts is I end up running material I end up ch- trying new material yeah, yeah, yeah and then I burn it and then it's just played for everyone and I'm like well fuck that yeah I couldn't do it I wish I had that I wish I had everything Dax, Dax Shepard has because him and Kristen Bell can just leave their careers in the hands of their publicists and the public is like, you guys are going to do dryer commercials, and they're like, cool,
2: dude. I know, I want a dryer commercial so bad. I, what do I, they
0: do? They do Tide
2: or that Target, or they did. They did everything. They do everything. Fuck. See, that's like an untapped market. Like everyone's thinking, like, man, I got to get that soda shoe deal, but they're like, dude, you know where the money is? Fucking dry
0: cleaning, dude. I read an article about them today, and it was uh, uh, Chris Christina Christine Kristen Bell, yeah, and Dak Shepard. Are everyone's couple goal? I'm <laughs> I'm a, I'm a I'm, this was so fucking comical that I was like, because this so is also, and Stedman have been knocked off the hill. It's so different than what we do that I couldn't let it go. <laughs> it's so, I'm going to read this to you. Oh, please. Hold on. Inspire me. Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard are cool parents. Here's the proof. <laughs>
2: You just took me back to Bert in his uh, high school room reading this shit. Oh, my God. First of all,
0: this isn't, this isn't, (laughs) this
2: isn't. Hey, guys, the new Couple Goal article came out. Scroll through to learn a little (laughs) bit more about their awesome kiddos. Oh, God. Do you, though? Uh, I mean. Do you scroll or do you just get enough knowing that they're great?
0: I scroll, but here's the deal. I'm too. They've got their issues, though. No, they don't. (laughs) fucking they don't Adam I mean these this is by the way this is fucking publicists 101 I want their publicist 11 best pieces of advice from Kristen and Dax's for keeping a relationship thriving beautiful picture of them at an award ceremony going uh, uh, oh yeah just have the greatest 25 times Kristen Bell's Instagram inspired us to embrace our own weirdness by the way she is an amazing fucking actress oh yeah she's great I mean, she played. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Uh, fucking Deadwood. Oh wow. She was Good twelve years old. She yeah. played a Good fucking pull. sketchy whore in Deadwood yeah. at twelve, who gets her skull crushed and gets shot by fucking Powers Booth, dude. <laughs> I was like, I was like, my God, I'll fall in love with this fucking <laughs> yeah. woman. Who knew she would be uh, what Anna and Frozen? See, this would make me i would question myself I, this article would come out and i'm like i'm about to get destroyed by all my friends watch kristen bell, bell hilariously miss a dax shepherd question on hollywood game night like i'd be like fucking fucking holy shit dude I, there this is you could get one of these lists 10 uh
2: you know watch bert's 10 most inspiring ways to t- take a party up a notch
0: no uh here are some tips here's how they make it work okay mm. never walk out during a fight all right all right already that how else are you supposed to fight yeah I do. that's that's what
2: someone leaves they follow or it just fucking you know elevates from that
0: i've only walked out on fights <laughs> yeah, dude. i've never once sit and tried to figure it out <laughs> you walk out that's how the fight starts you go to someone sleep, walking out you wake up and you go i was being a dick last night i was drunk i'm sorry oh well, you hit the reset button i have to. a fight happens
2: you just like that's a smart move like my girl and i are starting to uh, get a little testy in, in certain spots and she wants to work it out for hours and i'm just like we but i want to be like present and available but i'm like trust me if we just fucking crash and like
0: let this sit like tomorrow's a new day like dude i i am hardcore into like like i i, I want i i definitely want um there to be closure and i and i'm really good at apologizing and i'm very accountable yeah. for what i've done wrong um that being said there are nights where you're like i'm so deep into what i've done wrong that the only thing that solves this is me going to bed yeah. and waking up and resetting it in the morning and yeah. my wife doesn't apologize so and and that is a bone of contention she with me i'll be leanne you be me okay Great. okay and, and be give a heartfelt sorry like this fight is over i'm sorry and i'll be leanne okay
2: Babe, look, I I wanted to take a late night swim and I, I know you guys were getting ready for bed and I make big splashes, you know, like I go, I'm trying to work on my cannonballs. You know, the cannonball competition's coming up. Okay. I've been practicing for it. Yeah. The splash was loud, but I told you in advance, I, these splashes are coming. It's 1030. The neighbors aren't complaining. I gave them a heads up.
0: I'm so, I'm so sorry. Okay. I guess I'm sorry too that's how she fucking apologized for (laughs) For what and then you're like and you're like like, hey that didn't sound real (laughs) she goes oh i'm sorry how am i supposed to make it real like that she whatever happened in her childhood uh she was never allowed any room to like no one ever apologized to her oh man and so she never learned how to apologize and and so like our fights and I, i i i grew up where like i never once I would, no one ever like my dad would say go to your room until you realize why you're fucking wrong yikes so I that's had old to, school parenting right that's yeah, yeah, old and i had to
2: learn just go think about how you fucked up and figure it out and like talk it out to yourself but also you don't you sit there and you do other shit and then finally you're like you know five hours go by did you do you know what you did and you're like fucking yeah dude i also just want to eat dinner you know i've been yeah. here for 12 hours
0: dude uh what were your what was did you i i feel like you grew up with just a single mom i did how did i did you tell me that wow dude should i be laying down on the couch no but i feel like you grew up with this i never told you that
2: i mean it's, that's i mean i've said it before but the, i don't know if that's like super public info yeah i don't know why i thought that it definitely was on my tinder profile for a while for real yeah single no
0: <laughs> that's a good
2: that girls like that oh a project Wait, yeah what, single what mom
0: Did is your par- parent so they
2: they uh split when i was nine dad uh married the woman that he they left with had a couple other kids uh with her and mom dated for a while and like boy that's you know at first i was like oh okay so i just i still get to see him we're just living in separate houses like cool i got like a vacation home like 10 minutes away uh and then uh and then when she started to date that's when it got real because then you're like Not only is it somebody that's other than your dad, but it's also guys that like are just so like that dynamic of a guy that's just trying to fuck your mom and trying to like win you over by, you know, there's one guy named Dennis and this guy had never shot a basketball in his life. And I'm out there shooting hoops and he comes out he's like, hey, you mind if I take a couple shots? You know, like, you know, before I take a couple of shots in your mind you know, I yeah. didn't say that, but it was a subtext, but he's out there shooting around just airballing shots and like being like, oh, I haven't played in a while, taking his coat off. And I'm just like, dude, go inside. Like, I know
0: what you're doing. Make yourself like, a drink. <laughs> dude, like, Jesus, dude, you're creeping me out. Or
2: like, also, you've been here before. You knew there was a hoop. Like, go yeah. to the Y, take a couple, get a, a pickup game <laughs> together so you don't come out and embarrass yourself. Because even at 10, you're aware of like somebody trying to you know uh and one guy just straight up like you know wanted to buy me a computer and i was like this guy is swinging for the fence um and my mom was like no that's it's too soon and i was like fuck that like you know um but that's uh a uh,
0: big screen the big screen one. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah i know in hindsight i should have been asking for all the toys i did lean out the window the first time i saw my mom kiss another dude that's like shit i mean i'm sure that's been highlighted on like episodes of you know full house or whatnot but like obviously not in the fashion that i experienced it I knew a handful of swear words. I called this dude every word I could think of leaning out the window. Like I see them like lock lock lips and I was just like, "You penis tits AIDS." Like I just sort of started screaming like everything. I was like, "You boner cock bitch," you know, and he looks up and I'm chewing Pop-Tarts. I was a fat kid and I'm leaning out the window just dropping kid. crumbs out the window, and being like, "You fucking piece of shit," you know. My mom was like, "Go to your room." I'm like, "I'm in my room," you know. Um, wait, you were a fat kid? Oh yeah. For real? Oh yeah, dude. Did that happen after the divorce? it was i think that coincided also dude just like don't you know once you figure out as a kid that you can dip stuff in cool whip and it only tastes
0: better in college i found out <laughs> you can dip everything in ranch yeah man and, uh, it once fucked my body up it did pop tarts granola bars
2: fucking candy like i'm double and brown sh- i'm like you know dude it was uh i i was an active kid it was just uh you know yeah probably the single mom eating your feelings thing but like then i just stopped you know snacking like crazy and i dropped weight real quick and when a fat kid loses weight in the 6th grade this just spreads like wildfire and all your teachers are like at the 6th grade party you know i'm passing up your pizza Your teachers are
0: like how the did you do it <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> what's your secret Jesus. but but also like they would call me out like cuz i was like known i guess for i didn't realize how i guess obvious i was with my snacking until i was like oh yeah i did go to my teacher's desk and take like handfuls of m&ms and she's like i gotta get more because of you you know and uh at the sixth grade party i remember passing up pizza and uh nachos and getting like celery sticks and i remember one of the teachers in front of all the moms just goes geez ray no food for you what do you want a diet like, and all the moms are, like, laughing. I'm like, what the fuck is this? They're,
0: like, roasting me. Jesus Christ, bitch. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, I need to get pussy in two <laughs> years. And I'm not going to do it with rolls of fat over my like belt. Bigger tits than you, Miss Greenland. Yeah.
2: Uh, but then it was, uh, and then I just, you know, just lost it real quick. But um, it was, like, one of those things. My grandpa made a very passive call to me. He was like, uh, he's like you know, you can't wear sweatpants at your bar mitzvah. And I was like... <laughs> Which should be the name of my next album. Uh, but, like. I, but as soon as you said that, I went,
0: that's a book. You know, you it's can't a, wear sweatpants to your bar, a children's,
2: a children's, uh, you know, coffee table book for obesity. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, what the fuck? what does that mean? He's like, you gotta wear a suit. And I was just like, I like could, a- yeah,
0: I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. They got big and tall, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck?
2: Yeah, ease up, Dolph. Um, but uh, yeah, my mom also got, uh hassled for her weight as a kid so she never that was her whole thing she's like i never wanted to make an, an issue of it to you because i got hassled but i was like when you see me sneaking
0: in to borrow your bra you could probably chime in what's it i i you you brought up a point that i don't know if you brought it up but i i envisioned it and i remember my parents split up for like a second when i was like 20 whoa 20 still weird i must have been 21 still weird Right, even in your twenties, a little nervous. more accepting of it. it. No, I was never cool with it. No. I was not cool with it, and
2: I because yeah, because you're getting ready. You you you're left. You left at this point, right? I'm in college. In college. I come
0: back for spring break. Yeah, so you're like, you're fucking up my my returns to home. Yeah, I want things to be. The way I remember them, my parents took me to Macaroni Grill nice. with my sister to and, tell you the news. Yeah, it was a place where you could you could write on the tablecloth. It was a, <laughs> and you could write in crayons. Please tell me they wrote it down. <laughs> no, right no, as the macaroni but comes my out, my sister was just <laughs> writing stuff like "You want to get high after this?" <laughs> Order me a drink too, because she wasn't twenty one, and it was just uncomfortable. What if your mom like
2: drew a, a, a like a sketch of like a family and then slowly just crossed off? one of the family
0: members she set up hangman and <laughs> yeah. she's like all right pick a vowel and you're like w And she's like yes that's the first letter we keep going d yes we next three letters and then d the next word starts with d <laughs> yeah, yeah. getting divorced <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I i shut down i shut down totally i then acted out by cheating on my girlfriend because i yeah. cheated on my mom yep and it was just fucking is that funny i uh yeah i i did that in uh um college
2: uh first real girlfriend it's just like also fucking college that's just like tough she was in santa barbara i was at usc it was like i would argue you can cheat on anyone except for the people you marry like i would argue i mean look i bet she did too i mean she she was a good girl still is married one of my best friends that wasn't weird i made a cartoon about it they both fucking disowned me oh for real oh yeah dude i made this cartoon that's online um and uh you know this guy was my best friend since first grade and she was my—I mean, we thought we were going to get married at one point. I'm definitely over it. And uh, she—she <sighs> uh, she was at, she was at Santa Barbara, I was at USC. And we did it for like two and a half, almost three years. And then she's like, you know, I—what's uh, happening? Should I next year after senior year? Should I move back to Seattle or or stay here? And I'm like, I mean, I, there's no way I can get married now. We're 23, you know. Yeah. And so she moves back, and like less than a year later, they start dating. And my buddy came to me, even was like, hey, man. Like there's a, there's only one you. There's a million girls. Like this fucking like really profound like emotional like you know. Uh, you uh, like a picture of her. No, this is not it. This is Reno cheater. Oh, different. oh man, guess what? I've got two cheating videos. This is a different girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I cheated on on the one in college. This is one. Okay, so this. Uh, which story do you want me to tell? I
0: want I want <laughs> I want to go back to the first of all, Santa Barbara girl. It's yeah, because, because I got I got a story like that. All
2: right. these are both pretty great uh so she so he goes there's only one you there's a million girls dude and i don't want to lose you right just fucking you're there's only one adam ray said that i was like wow that is fucking powerful over the phone (laughs) i'm getting choked up get tons of ass bro (laughs) (laughs) and so then i'm like dude you know what i'm we're adults i'm not going to tell you what to do if you guys have found a connection more power to you we're not dating anymore but i do appreciate you telling me that and yeah it would be a little weird like there was a i used to You know, there was a point we were gonna get married, and now you're like, but whatever, do what you're gonna do. And he goes, no, 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 that's all I needed to hear, man. You fucking, your support, but like, there's one you, and then like eight months later, I'm in Seattle at a Mariners game, and I see them like uh, walk up with a couple of their friends,
0: holding hands, say on the jumbo (laughs) He proposes to her on the jumbo. Hey, wait, I know. Oh, shut the fuck (laughs) up! And then and then they cut the camera to you alone, kiss cam, big line through it. (laughs) i'm holding two hot dogs dipping them in in cool whip (laughs) somebody
2: slides in a cool whip
0: for me someone slides another hot dog you just take it and eat it oh that's
2: fucking great so so they got married and uh one of my buddies at the cabin that my girl ex and i used to go to in high school with her family my buddy goes dude you gotta you gotta come like it's gonna be weird if you're not there i go it's gonna be weird if i am there and my very weird if you're there and my buddy who got married even hit me up he goes hey man um so I was making the guest list and I got to your name and I, I thought to myself, how could he not be there? But also I thought to myself, what's he gonna do if he comes? And is he gonna be cool? And I'm like, what do you think? I'm gonna get fucked up and heckle from the back like that was supposed to be me. Like, you know. And so uh, fucker I did. God. So uh so that you know and and that's all good. So I made this video uh the cartoon
0: oh shut the fuck up i made this cartoon
2: uh, about what my wedding speech would be like if i went to the wedding this is it basically right just a fucking heightened crazy speech yeah. where i'm saying like you guys better name your kid after me fucking like just be whatever like oh yeah and they both their family saw it posted up it got circulated between all our friends everyone's hitting me up being like let it go man i'm like dude this is the benefit of and my job as a comedian when something like this happens I spin into this, this is how i dealt with it and I also was cool with it. I never had had a, had a problem with it. I was like yeah, it was a little weird and finding out like through seeing them at the game, but then I was like, oh, you know what good for them now I'm gonna make this video because I've been dealt this card isn't it right that's what you're supposed to do you get I, something
0: i think I think that's I think that's cool i wrote I wrote a letter to I wish I could find this letter in my outbox I wrote a letter uh, <laughs> I got cheated on. I dated a girl for like, I don't know. I always say five years, but I, I'm the kind of guy that whatever I remember the thing to be, I yeah. just say the thing and I yeah. could be off by a year. I don't remember. Five years, I want to say. I met her my freshman year fall of 91, and we dated until I got back from Russia, which was 95. Wow. 90, 90, to, 90 to 95. Wow. And so, and then I came back, she slept with my best friend and uh dude and it does. how'd you tell you macaroni grill no (laughs) (laughs) two two hangman games and (laughs) hey do you want to go to macaroni grill hey you know i have all weird i know but i think this would be good for there no that there were so many things that so many things that fucked me up in that one experience uh i i i gotta be careful because i don't want to slander her yeah, because I feel bad because we were just kids. Yeah, and she was just a kid too, trying to figure things out. Yeah, man. And so, but all I know is that, like, I guess a friend of mine had s- seen them hooking up again. Like, I was I gotten back from Russia, they'd hooked up over the summer, and then my friend saw them hooking up again when I was I was back. And he was a, a guy I grew up my whole life with, Pat Fagan, and he went up and he's like, "You guys got to tell Bird or I'm going to tell him." And so, I like Pat. She told me. And at first I was like, cool. Like, you know, what, we, now I feel like we've all fucked up. It's cool. We're fine. And uh, and then it just started escalating. Like, it wasn't just one kiss. It was over the summer. And then I was like, well, if it was over the summer, you guys definitely had to fuck. She started she's asking like, questions, She's right? like, no, we didn't fuck. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, we fucked. And we were kind of seeing each other. We were kind of like, everyone knew about it. Everyone's laughing behind your back. It was like just escalated no. to the point where... I, so then the day that everything came out, my buddy, Mike Osborne said, Hey man, I don't I like, I'm not good with emotions and stuff. I don't know how to help you on through this, but <laughs> I, I can tell you that if you drink, it goes away. And I was like, okay. And so we went to Clint Munn's house and me and him just drank, just drank. If you drank, it goes away. Yep. And that is, and, and he goes, I, I know this isn't healthy advice, but if you drink, it goes away. <laughs> and at the time, Clint was dealing pretty heavily with OCD. And so we just went to Clint's house and watched him count his books, and then like going oh, dude there. I got I got hundred, right? It's a hundred. You saw me count 100, right? a hundred. What a fun then, drunk activity! Like, do you mind if we that. just drink and watch you do OCD shit? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, like- <laughs> "It's twelve steps. Do you count the first step on twelve steps up?" <laughs> and so
2: uh, we sat. Do you mind if I organize some silverware while you guys party? No, dude. Dude, he was thing. the funnest guy with
0: OCD in yeah. the world. OCD guys are pretty fun. He was they g- just got that one little side side gig, you know. I remember in my we kind of fucked with them a little bit it was back when you didn't know that mental illness uh can really fuck your life up yeah and we would be like come out of the bathroom and be like how many tiles do you think you got in the but we got in the bathroom and he'd be like great question and then next <laughs> thing you know he'd be like 1033 i think i'm not certain like yeah he was he was Holy a really shit. fast there was that whole group of guys that i lived with that period of time were very fascinating guys yeah in their own right like just different fucking men and uh and yeah, and then I, I drank. Uh, I hooked up with this beautiful girl. Um, I tried to get this the other girl back. I it, I fought with her like in like ways you're not proud of. Like oh, threw a beer on her the hood of her car one night. She Damn. hit me with her car. She, I, she we heard a, I walked into a party. She was talking to the guy that she cheated, and we were like trying to figure things out. She's talking to the guy she cheated me, uh, on me with, my best friend, and I saw me. And then went running out of the place, got in her car, and then drove I like drove the car into the party. No, I, I I like walked in front of the car, going hey, and she hit me with the car. I hit her through a beer, like I just stuff your not. Yeah, by the of. way,
2: you go. I threw a beer bottle at her car. Oh, by the way, she hit me with the car. Yeah. So guess
0: what? Yeah, the beer bottle thing makes sense. It's it was just it was not none of it was pretty and and, and it was gross and it. But man, I learned one thing is that I'll never fight again with a girl. I was yeah, like I never go outside to do it in front of her vehicle. I'll never make a scene. I'll never like that's
2: not cool. Yeah, man. And uh and so I think girls are good at f- public scene fights. Yeah. Guys, real quick. At least in my experience like want to kind of reel it in and like Yo, we can go
0: somewhere dude i dated another girl grill and take Who was cheating on me also i'm pretty sure she hasn't admitted it but pretty sure she was cheating on me i was living in new York, right so i was started stand up by the way there's a show
2: real quick going back and tracking down all the girls you think cheated on you and trying to fucking get to the bottom of it <sighs> <laughs> and just like do a bunch of lay out all the facts the way american vandal did with those two high school kids trying to find the kid who drew dicks and shit yeah. everywhere like just go and find all your exes and put all the pieces together <laughs>
0: Dude, I, I got to the point where I was just like, I remember I went to that car, I flew down to Orlando to surprise her for a weekend, I was going to hang out, and I went to her house, and there's the new girl, and she was getting dressed to go out on a date. What did she tell you she was getting dressed for? Uh, she just screamed at me and said, you're invading my privacy, I was like, we're boyfriend, girlfriend, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm coming down to... And her and her sister yelled. Her, her roommate or her sister yelled at me. You can't just show up like this, Bert. Yeah, and I was like, it's hold fucking on, Orlando. My buddy Eddie's in the car, and I get. In the, my buddy Eddie is one of the greatest guys in the world. Like, really, one of the greatest guys in the world. And I get in the car, and he's just like, Hey, just for the record, you didn't do anything inappropriate. You're her boyfriend. You can totally come down and surprise her. Surprise visits are a part of the relationship. Yeah, and he was like, she's she's cheating on you, and he's like, We'll just go back to my. He lived in Orlando. He like, we'll go back to my place. We'll just deal with it the way we deal with things and we just drank the whole weekend at his his apartment was it great
2: yeah we were were able to
0: flip a switch and, and i flipped a switch that weekend and i flew back to new york and i and i said uh i'm not gonna ever call her again and i and and i said i'm never gonna call her again and i said i will not i'm never gonna pick up this phone and call her again I said, I, okay, I was like, I was in my, uh, um, we had a, a two, a one bedroom, a loft across the street from the comedy cellar, me and my buddy Ty Rodriguez. And I was like, if I'm not going to call her today, I need a project. Yeah. So I called my dad and I said, can I borrow 300 bucks? And he was like, what do you need it for? And I said, I'm building a spaceship. Yeah. I'm building a loft. Whoa. So I, and it was like first thing in the morning on a Monday morning, I gotten back from Tampa and I called my dad, my dad said, uh, I'll tell you what, figure out what would you need. Call the lumber yard, order it, and I'll I'll give him my credit card. And so Great I went, Dad, dude, went done. Build a loft, and she called in the middle of the afternoon on my phone, and I I let it go to voicemail. And I I went, I felt so powerful not answering that phone. Yeah, dude, because you wanted to, because part of you you's just like, want me to come back to Orlando? Is I was like, nothing you can say is gonna fix this. No, and it was Fuck. like it was the greatest. Like I look back at that and I go, and then and then I, you know what I said, which was really wise. I go, I'm done with chicks for a while. Just dudes. No, I'm, just, I'm <laughs> done. With-
2: <laughs> that loft, I should have, if you let me finish, it was actually, it was yeah. a gay fucking loft.
0: And it was. Uh- oh, I was like, I'm done with chicks, man. I'm, I'm done with chicks. I go, I don't, I don't, I'm not good with this. Yeah. So I got to figure it out first. So I did no. like I'd, I'd hook up. but I was like, no feelings involved. We can hook up, but I'm not, I'm not into yeah. this. And that was the healthiest thing I ever did for myself. Put a guard up. Yeah. I was like, I'm just focusing on stand up. Good move. And that's it. Yeah that's it's crazy getting dumped
2: man it uh do you think i, I mean look i think everyone after my reno experience which was that last song you guys pulled up that to me was where i was like oh what everyone Reno reno one so uh after the high school girl, dated a girl and a college, she went to New York to do the NBC Page program for a couple of years. Uh, we did long distance that time, LA in New York, all my Universal Studios money that I was, you know, that was my job at the time, tour guide, Wolverine hosting the Fear Factor live show. And I would take all my checks from that and just fucking fly to New York for like a week at a time, come back fucking strap the claws back on, you know, fucking you guys ready for the fear? You know, just do all that bullshit. And over there is where they shot Escape from LA and over there is some bushes where they shot the film Bushes 2, Attack of the Bushes. I would just make shit up all the time because people took pictures of everything. And uh, I did have a, a tram full of Japanese tourists uh, one time, and I was like, uh, with the driver, I was always like, what, "What do you think I could get people to take pictures of?" And we pull up outside of Jaws, and I was like, You "Guys, I was like, dude, Mike, slow down." These bushes were in bushes one and bushes two. Attack of the bushes. You might remember that scene when Pacino was like, "How are we going to get out of these bushes?" And people were just like, "Oh shit!" Start taking Shut all these pictures up. of it. And uh, and so I'm doing that. I go to New York, see her, and uh, and then she went to Reno to be a news reporter and uh so it was closer to la but reno you go from la to new york to reno man like that depression is just waiting in the wings to fucking strap itself to your back and she's like the only you know she's young hot news reporter everyone there is married and old There are a couple young dudes and there's one dude named jeff and he was a camera guy and he had a girlfriend at the time but whatever it's reno right reno rules anything goes and this dude shakes my hand and even just the way he shook my hand and she's like hey this is jeff and he shakes my hand he goes hey man and i was like you're gonna fuck her, like I just said that in my head. I was like, yeah. that's this is the guy." And then we went to San Francisco uh, for Thanksgiving. We were on our way there, and she takes out <laughs> the way she told me. Instead of writing it on the table, she takes out a little piece of paper and she she starts crying. We we're uh, we're sitting there in a room, and I'm like, "You've been working on some short stories. What are those?" And she's just like, and I was like, "What happened?" And she's like, "So Jeff and I," and I was like, "Oh, went to the movies to talk talk film." And she's like, no, tell me. And she started to, and like I started asking all these questions that I didn't want to know the answers to, right? She's like, maybe this and that. And then I was like, Did you suck his dick? And she's like I was like, What did it taste like? She's like, What? I was like, I don't know how to handle this. I'm asking all these questions what and i did just it t- you know. And was, uh, <laughs> was he big? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was like, Did you fuck him? She's like, Yeah. I was like, Did he uh did he did he go did he go? Did he did he did he grab did he like grab you she's like what are you asking me for i was like i'm just fucking i don't know like i feel like we can't just sit here in silence god damn it you know and then we drove this to, to san fran and, I, and she dropped me off at the airport because i was like she was so fragile i was like i can't just leave her in reno and uh like, i would have left her in reno Cage movie. with a,
0: <laughs> I would have left her in reno with jeff written backwards on her forehead <laughs> so he could recognize it what it read
2: uh that's by the way so I made this video I wrote this song and then animated this video half music video with Avery Pearson he's on the piano with me and uh we sing on the road sometimes and I I uh it got around to people at that station and somebody hit me up and they go hey blah blah, blah. I went to one of your shows that guy Jeff is still here he saw the video he thinks it's hilarious I'm like yeah of course he does like yeah. fucking he is the you know he wins in that And I was like, yeah, I was going to post it on his Facebook wall because I tracked him down to just like, I got some weird. I was like, maybe this will be closure to post it on his wall. And she was like, it's good you didn't do that. He was like in the war and like he takes medicine because his blood's weird. I'm like, fucking dude, I don't know what his blood's weird means, but that means Uh, don't post on his wall for sure. But I'm glad I went through that, you know? I'm I'm glad glad I got like that, like just even that feeling. I remember like flying back to Seattle. My mom's like, you can come home for Thanksgiving. We got, you know what? I'm going to put two... Two chairs for you, one for you, and one for your Cool Whip. Your fat butt, you know. No, she didn't say it, but she's like, "Come on home." And uh, but even just that feeling, of being on a plane and just like leaning up into the window, dude, and just fucking. I mean, I was sobbing as much as I was like, "Oh yeah, this is like a good." You know, we had been teetering on the point of like, do we stay together? Do we break up? So this was like a firm, "Oh, it's done." The yeah. the aid was pulled off. The plug was pulled. But I'm still like in the corner, like just. You know, sobbing and thinking, like, replaying Jeff just, like, in slow-mo, being like, fucking, you know, your boyfriend's Wolverine, you know, whatever he was saying. I
0: still think think of those... When when you you cry on a plane ever like and fucking the stewardess comes by I'm like sir Brian sir Wayne. I'm like I'm definitely hiding my face like sir sir do you
2: want a drink and I'm just like I'm fine and the guy next to me because I'm in the window he's tapping he's like hey man she's going like, to get hey, your bud. attention <laughs> So I turn I'm just like I don't need any more sprite <laughs> I'm just fucking
0: fuck yeah dude dude that I can't uh as soon as it's so funny you you say like you you think of them together <laughs> yeah I th- I remember thinking of of my girlfriend and my buddy I, mean, I can i can tell you the apartment i remember thinking of yeah i remember the apartment because she sublet an apartment in the timbers and i remember i remember i was like oh, you think of them like and you just be like Ugh. <laughs> and it just makes your heart sink and then yeah. one day it doesn't yeah and then one day you're just like for me it was like three days ago dude i finally was like <laughs> i was still <laughs> fucked up about that girl Uh, when i got my first development deal wow i was still fucked up about her because i was like just her oh and then she ended up marrying another one of my friends great and so i and i i think i wrote a letter to them and emailed it (laughs) about how i was happy that i don't fucking know what i wrote yeah i'm so embarrassed if i read it now i'm no no um no no i'm sure i didn't I'm sure it wasn't even keeled and insightful. <laughs> I'm sure it was like, I'm rich now. So So well, I'm when, not sad. Yeah. I'm not I, sad at all. I'm in money. Hawaii <laughs> with my sister, who I love and would never do what you did to me. Oh, By the way, shit. that girl should have cheated on me. I was such a bad boyfriend. I was oh, really? such a horrible, horrible, horrible boyfriend. I cheated on her. Like I just I just didn't give a fuck. Were you
2: just like so fun at parties and stuff that other girls were just gravitating towards you? Uh, and you, so your girl's just like
0: i could definitely yeah, yeah. you were um
2: took jello shots with those girls but we never make jello shots at home so now you're doing them you actually told me you were allergic to jello uh, at one point you're like oh, no I, I said i was allergic to grape
0: jello these are cherry jello shots Maybe i was you don't no, listen no i was i was i would i could i loved i didn't fuck her a lot of chicks in, in life and i guess i'm done now <laughs> but but uh
2: what is what is the craziest thing you did at a party where people go holy i mean i don't know if you've you've you know probably spoken about this in some but like the first time where i mean i want to know the first thing you did at a party where people just were like are you fucking kidding me and then the first thing you did that you remember being like oh like uh, like that was even for me that was like maybe too crazy Oh, I I
0: there's so many I don't I can't I can't wrap my head like
2: I mainly go to like that movie thing of a guy jumping off a roof into a pool like shit like in uh, that world or I would well, I mean one of the
0: things that I, up your ass like what is even The th- things I remember are things where I go god damn it that was funny. Right. Like uh I remember so you always doing it for the joke. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. I remember climbing uh the light pole on Tennessee Street. There was like a light polar on Tennessee and I climbed up it. I was always good at climbing ropes. I climbed up this light pole. <laughs>
2: what a, is that on your Wikipedia page? No, I was always good at That's climbing great ropes. Skill
0: set. We had a we had In a... gym, were you the kid that just fucking flew up that thing? Dude, I could climb up a rope without feet. Dude, I without feet? Dude, I was in pretty good shape as a kid. Dude, upper body strength. I was a is that I nickname? was a legit no. I there was a guy, UBS? Mark Capaz, who could climb up the rope upside down. Okay, well, that kid's in the circus. Yeah, no, he was fucking yoked. He upside still down? Upside down.
2: Now, is that so weird that girls aren't turned on because they're like, I don't even know what to do with this school. All boys Catholic high school.
0: Wow. Yeah, all boys Catholic high school. So, like, something like that was like... So girls probably a, heard about it. Do you know there's a no, guy that can climb rope up upside down? We didn't share that. <laughs> We're like, fuck you, Mark. The uh, I climbed up a light pole one time. There's maybe 3,000 people in the street. All the bars are closed it's two in the morning and I climb up a light pole the cops are trying to to corral everyone off the street yeah the cops are doing everything they can and I climb up to the top of the pole and I go ladies and gentlemen give me your attention for one minute I have a lot of marijuana at my house. This is 1995. The cops are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I go, it's not on me right now. You can't even say the word pot out loud. But if you know where I live, come to my house. I will get you all high. (laughs) I will smoke you out. Listen, if you don't know where I live, whisper it to a friend. Do not let the cops know. That is the game. Do not let the cops go. I am taking a ride home now. I will see you there. And a thousand <laughs> people showed up at our Shut fucking house. Shut the fuck up! People took their cars and barricaded the entrance of our of our subdivision, so cops couldn't get in. And we just threw a fucking impromptu party, dude. One of the best days of my life, dude. That was the
2: original like flyer on the telephone pole. You're like, let's take it up a notch and oh. just be the flyer,
0: dude. We used to throw parties that were like, I mean, they were so big, you could, ah, you just couldn't wrap your head around. It. You, can't, you can't like, <laughs> it's like the size of a riot now but and we would and we lived in this place called indian village and we were all ponied up to the pool like oh, the pool's dead man. center we all had balconies like decks looking onto the pool and it was like uh, we, i was me and my buddy hutch and then these lambda Chis, these sig apps, these atos yeah and then and i was an ato and we would just all get kegs we got sponsored by bud light the bud That's rep fucking awesome wait because your parties were so lit the bud rep would drop off kegs for us and we would pay cost and they would give us they gave us Budweiser uh, banners to put on front of our houses. Oh my God.
2: Did you ever have, I was in a frat too at SC in pie They called us A.E. High because we smoked so much pot. Yeah. One of my first jokes was like, I've smoked a, made a bong out of a shofar, which if you know what a shofar is and you're a Jew, that's fucking, that crushes it bar mitzvahs. It's a shofar. Shofar is a lamb's horn. I don't know why I'm holding it like this, but it's, it look, it's like a, maybe like a pan flute. Pull up a shofar. The first time this has been said in this. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. Looks like an ancient dildo, but it's a actually a Jewish instrument. That's great. Yeah, and so uh, you know, so I made a joke about that at like a Hillel, like a Jewish community center. Where it was like, we used to smoke pot out of shofars, and all these
0: old Jews are like, <laughs> <laughs> not bad, <laughs> not bad at all. Why and, is that not? Why is that accent not racist? But if you did an old black man, it's not because it sounds like a rabbi, and a rabbi not is bad.
2: like. A, <laughs> but if you did a black rabbi, then we get some phone calls. Hey, babe. <laughs> um. By the way, black rabbi, if. It's a great name of a great band. Great name of a great band, but also like some if like you have some alter ego, some Larry the Cable Guy character. If things as you start to take a turn and you're like, dude, I got to reinvent
0: myself. I'm the Black Rabbi. It's a great middle name for a second child, (laughs) Charles Black Rabbi Kreiser. Yo, Black Rabbi. Uh, But were you? uh,
2: Did you guys do in the Greek system the invite the exchanges like where a fraternity and a sorority would get together and rent out some club or something and all go like you would ask each like you would go party and then come back and no you never did that? I don't,
0: I don't, I don't think I follow.
2: Up. So we did that one night, right? A <clears throat> Pi and I think it was uh Capagam or something like that. And we go out and the theme was saving lives. So all the girls are dressed as nurses and doctors and, and dudes are firefighters and cops and I bought this Batman suit that I had uh uh bought to wear on Blind Date. Remember the show Blind Date? Yeah. I went on twice as a joke. I wore wigs there's footage of it online <laughs> somewhere i wore a wig to this one right and uh just got real high they picked me up in a limo right it's just like gilligan's island hat with long hair underneath and uh just as a goof i was in college like i'll be fun to yeah, go why like, not? fuck around that show and uh and i'm just like being like yeah <laughs> that's not it that's a sketch with my buddy beck but uh but close and uh and uh and so i'm, I'm on the date with her and she's from chico and she's got fucked up and and uh and she, you know, I told the producer at one point, I was like, hey, man, this is a wig, right? And he's like, that's fucking brilliant, mate. He's like, "He's like, dude, just keep it on. Like, don't freak. There it is. And so he gives the girl scissors. That's the second date I went on. I went on twice. So he gives the girl scissors, the first one. And at one point, she tries to cut my hair. And I just pull the wig off. And she starts freaking out. And uh, she didn't make it. We They took her home. before we could get to the hot tub because my whole thing was i want to get to the hot tub yeah because i had this whole bit in my head where they would have a wide shot of me in a batman suit in the hot tub with a drink and then they'd just cut to me and i'd go bathing suit they said bring a bathing suit (laughs) not a batman suit that was my whole reason for doing it was that moment didn't get there because she fell out she fell over in a bar which was on ease 101 best dating moments i'm on that show that was like my first credit It's not a credit. It was my first moment on TV. (laughs) Bring me up next time at the Comedy Store to ease 101 dating moments. I will and uh bring me up
0: as uh talk soups <laughs> clip of the year what i like talk soups clip of the year my ass getting waxed oh my god keep
2: going keep going so so we're in the bar and there were there's no way they produce even one point was like there's no way we're getting to the hot tub by the way i'm like but i got the batman suit he's like dude give it a rest yeah and so we're standing there and all of a sudden she and she's got these long legs she she tries to do some weird dance and her legs just fucking goofy cartoony do like a whoo and she flies in the air and hits the ground And I just kind of take a step back and go, whoa. And that's the clip. And I got all this like hate mail, too, of people being like, you just let her fucking fall. I'm like, dude, we were both hammered. So then we don't get to the hot tub. I have the Batman suit. I wear it to the Saving Lives uh, uh, exchange, right? Uh, My uh, fraternity, uh, you know, exchange thing. And uh, I blacked out. It was the first time I like blacked out, like fully just passed on the floor. They picked me up was asleep on the bus and then i'm being carried down the uh usc's greek row which is just one long strip i I've been what, there was I've that you there. yeah oh, yeah and uh just one long strip and two guys on the football team in my house are carrying me and one of them almost like cuba gooding jr when the, he's, he wakes up like i kind of slowly started to wake up and like yo you got to see this man you got to wake up and i'm like what's going on They're like just try to open your eyes if you can and it was a thursday night big party night at sc and everyone is <laughs> like it's a packed fucking row and people are sh- cheering and clapping because fucking batman's being carried <laughs> down the row oh. just like blacked out drunk and everyone's like batman <laughs> like the the cape crusader will rise again people were screaming oh, all this shit dude fuck. um and uh it's so funny like i had when i just moved i found that suit and i was like god do i hold on to this like but if i had all these memories of fucking blind date and like getting carried down the row and and yeah i kept it you know really yeah because i'm going to sell it on ebay at some point that's not true. It's probably gonna get
0: lost in the next move, but No, you gotta I there's a lot of costumes I wish I held on to. Right. Costumes were fun back then. I mean We just, would go out in we would go out dressed as women all the time. To try to just cause we were like <laughs> fuck it. We would put on like Daisy Dukes Just like if a, you could a, fool
2: one of your frat bros.
0: Oh no, no. We just, we have some just fun. dressed like women. Yeah. Just like not even trying to sell it, just dressed more probably like gay men like Did just shave nope just fucking and this is by the way it.
2: before this move you know our, our our trans movement you know oh, oh in, way in, before in like the, and uh, by acceptance. the way before
0: anyone was cool with gay people and we just thought it was like yeah why, why yeah why not like fuck it yeah it's fine people it's would funny. Make, uh comments what are you guys gay and we're like yeah and they'd be like isn't huh? that so
2: funny what are you gay like
0: yeah i remember me and, my those shoes? What you- and my, me and my buddy eddie were like yeah what are you gonna do about it and they are like <laughs> no, no this just weird and we're like <laughs> But like, way, how does it affect you nothing dude i mean we're still gonna fucking all right it's your turn to play pool but like all right it was just so bizarre but eddie and i, I don't know i, I always like to be I, I was very i was way much more progressive when i was in college yeah because i was just like i think i was sur- i'm always whatever i'm surrounded around i kind of go against the grain and i think f- college was a lot of it was a lot of people who were very conservative close-minded close-minded one and that, track this is how it is i didn't i didn't get that like that's
2: amazing that you would just go against what was popular thinking because i think i
0: still do that like even now i'm like in living in la you see all this like virtue signaling fucking kind of like progressive liberal bullshit and you go i'm um, by the way i'm always been liberal but yeah. you go eh, i think like like i can sniff out i feel like it's condescending like i just don't get it yeah. i go there's no reason for you to tweet that every single fucking day yeah, Like really. we get it man no one's really happy with the way that our our presidency is working out yeah no one's like through the fuck even guys that voted for him are a little bit like okay all right well we're gonna get through this but i, I just i i i'll some people that
2: that uh are still sticking to their guns though which is great when yeah. i when i mean Still, current Trump guys that are just like, man, he's fucking, you know, all oh, right. He's going to grab a. He didn't want to grab all the pussies. Like, yeah, you're being the weird one.
0: But like, I. But even then, like, even then, when that he says that, I, I get so contrarian where I go. So Billy Bush got fired for that. Yeah, like, dude. I go. That guy got. I had a dream about Billy Bush last night. I love that sentence. I had a dream about Billy Bush. We were
2: driving. By the way, I had a dream about Billy Bush. If you say it five times fast without slipping up, he Billy shows Bush up. shows up at your house.
0: Fucking, I would love to skinny dips in your pool, lights love, a fire, dude. I'm so much like Billy Bush. It's ridiculous <laughs> because I don't like Please confrontation. Make either. that documentary. <laughs> I don't like confrontation ever. That's all. The only thing with him is he doesn't like confrontation. Yeah, yet. he seems like a fun dude. And guess what? i just uh
2: heard this whole interview about how cool george bush like all these people just you know talking about how that seems like that whole bush family is Dude, fucking party. nuts as they were like sounds like a good time you know so there's no way that billy especially man he look at all the celebs that he got to wine and dine with you're telling me that like brad pitt probably doesn't have billy bush on speed dial Dude, and doesn't text him every now and then billy
0: a- bush's only flaw is he doesn't he just didn't want. That's why I don't like. I just said this. To someone He's trying to get day. the
2: interview. He was like laughing along. He was just like, Haha, yeah. It's man, the only you reason. A, yeah. Know.
0: It's the reason I don't have Alex Jones on my podcast. Is that I would fucking find that guy hilarious, and I would not disagree with a word he said because I don't like confrontation. Yeah. And everyone would be like, how can you fucking, how can you put give him a platform? And I'd be like, I, I don't know. I had a good time. Yeah. Like I heard him on Rogan. He made me laugh hysterically. Yeah. But so I, I protect myself from that because I'm Billy Bush. Like if Donald Trump sent out a tweet going, Yo, what's the guy that tells the Russian mob story? My heart would skip a fucking beat. I'd be like, I'd be like, I'm on my way. Can you,
2: <laughs> can you imagine, dude? He I want you to tell it at like some Putin Trump birthday party. Oh God, <laughs> what would you do if Putin hit you up, being like, "I heard your machine story is very funny. I actually know a couple of the guys on that train who yeah. are driving it. They will be in
0: attendance. They would love to see you." I'd go, "Ochambyatna, uh, minyatsu how you doing my name is i need Bert. to brush up, nice up on my russian yes, even though i am putin i don't know what you said but what is it? i would, I would, I, would I, I would go when i was 22 i got involved with the russian mafia here's how it happened i would oh, definitely my bro, god i have no can you imagine,
2: people would, would come at you right or would, i don't know. actually man that, be, that might
0: be like half and half of people being like how could you and then people being like how could you not i've already put it out there if i get a call from putin <laughs> if i get a call from trump if i get a call from kim jong-un i'm partying yeah i've already put it out there and i know you can hate me for that but that my life's not about like i don't like i'm not i'm not super political like i i I like if they
2: facetimed you would you pick up immediately or would you screen the call and be like yo sweetheart what do i do immediately (laughs) immediately by the way do you think they have access to all their numbers i feel like you get to a certain level of fame and just power where you got like i feel like he's the most
0: famous person kim kardashian
2: probably has
0: do you know kim kardashian Oh, did I know? Yeah. Oh, uh probably Sandra Bullock. Like, oh, you, you worked with her in yeah. uh in, in, heat. Um, yeah. in Heat. Yeah. Um,
2: do you like still know her, or know Yeah. Her? Oh yeah. She did my podcast, just me and her. Really? Never done one. That was pretty cool.
0: Um did yeah. you still text every now and then? Like, what did you ever notice? Like, did you ever notice anything? Like, what's the weirdest thing she did celebrity-wise where you were like, Oh, we don't all do that? Like Told me I was a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> she never said that. Uh
2: Uh, I don't know she uh, well she hired um, these uh, tarot card readers and acupuncturists for like a couple weeks while we were on set one time just for people to have and I thought that was like I'd never I mean look I'd been on maybe three sets prior to that but I was just like oh that's a thing people do they just you know are you know extra generous and and she's like yeah in between scenes if you want to go get fucking pricked up and I was like I mean, she was dope, dude. I mean, she just like one of the dudes, jokes, came, saw me do stand-up when we were filming The Heat, which I forgot how famous she was because we went to, do you ever do the, it was the, the Kami studio above this uh, Chinese restaurant in Boston? No. And uh, walk in there and and her and people were just like, I mean, everyone's doing double takes because they're like, why would she be here? And then for once they figure it out and then Boston Globe and all these articles that she came to, you know, uh, see me do stand-up and... Um, just hung out man it was just super fucking cool we'd go out and get drinks her melissa and michael mcdonald and i and uh yeah super normal we, i mean
0: she's I, I could i could see myself having like a, a total crush on her oh
2: yeah dude it's i would tough have not fallen
0: to. i would have fallen in love with her yeah dude it was tough not to i mean it just
2: like when they're that cool and that like was she I meeting I mean, jesse james at the time i think it was just after that yeah, yeah. so you know there was an opening but <laughs> missed out god
0: damn it (laughs) yeah right i would have i would have and you're you're a
2: good looking dude man i just think she if you read her blogs and i did she uh did not she was just like people that fucked with cool whip in the 90s i just strictly stay away from (laughs) uh no i don't know man there's uh henry winkler he's pretty famous i know him pretty well i I met him at at uh nicest dude ever at letterman yeah yeah he's a really sweet guy the nicest dude ever he uh yeah just like his son Max, who was in my fraternity, used to tell me. Well, I the mean, he's like video. Kid? What's that is it dyslexic? Max. Yeah. No. Or is Henry Winkler dyslexic? Henry is. <clears throat> yeah. He, used he to, wrote- like videotaped the rain and shit. He wrote these kids' book. I know. Kids I know. Books. We got. He gave them to my daughter. The the coolest. He yeah. came first time I met him. He comes up uh, into the fraternity. It was like uh, parents' weekend or something. He comes in. I was the only one in the uh, the quad of the frat. And he goes, excuse me. He goes, do you live here? I go, yeah. He goes, I'm Henry Winkler. I go, fucking, I know who you are. He goes, great so i have my son's laundry i don't know where to put it would you hold on to it for me and i go yeah of course dude i I got you he goes you're not gonna shit on it are you and i go what (laughs) he goes we're in a fret you guys do weird stuff please don't let anybody shit on my son's clothes i go no i'm definitely (laughs) i go what like as if that was gonna be my next thing i can don't worry Fonz, i got it no one's fucking taking a poop on your son's jeans yeah but he was like, I don't know what happens here. I was like, what do you think happens in a fridge? He's like, don't people shit and piss on stuff? I'm like, fucking probably, but like not. I think we're, you know, is not, that not fresh laundry? <laughs> it seems like a fucked up goof. You know? And so he's like, You promised me? He's like, I go, I go, Henry, you have my word. I will not, I will not, and no one will shit anywhere near your son's clothes. He's like, that'd be great. He's like, if I come back and I hear from Max that someone shit on his clothes, I'm like, I don't want to know what you do. He's like, I don't want to know what I do either. He's like, I feel like that I learned about myself in that moment. And then we kind of laughed and then uh and then the next time I saw him, he came through. And this was probably three, four months later. And he was just like, he came up to me. He goes, thank you. I go, what? He goes, "Nobody shit on Max is close. And I was like, "Wow, yeah, dude. And then I interned, interned for him at Hollywood Squares and kept in touch. And he like, you know, uh, it's kind of served as like a mentor where he was like, anytime you have advice about the business, just hit me up. And like, I would. And, but he was like, always very direct. I'd call him. I'd be like hey Henry he's like Adam Ray Henry Winkler what do you need and I was like so and I start to like just drag on he'd be like get to the point and I was like I I need I should this manager doesn't call me like what should I do he's like if nobody loves Adam Ray then how can you love Adam Ray and I was like he goes all the best and they would just hang up and I was like fucking just like weird uh you know spiritual guru I might have never even met Henry Winkler I could have just you know just
0: it's just like and, a Jim, Jim <laughs> Morrison's naked Indian yeah.
2: <clears throat> uh but, yeah, man, there's uh, there's certain people, too, that I I don't want to meet. You know what I'm saying? It's like when I – I mean, dude, like there's a handful of comics, yourself included, that, you know, you get to be in this business long enough and you get to be around them and you're like, oh, thank God that they have, you know, backed up the hype that I created around them. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, dude. I, like I, you, Burr, Chappelle, like these guys that I just oh, put thank up Thank you for on putting this. me in that group. Yeah, man. The I oh, yeah, it. dude. So it's like. <laughs> you know once we had our um you know time in in vegas and then being here and then obviously your are uh, something's burning it's like dude, those things are just to have the, to have somebody that you look up to and, and put in this like thing because i've had to be the opposite where i've put people up here uh-huh. and then met them and i'm just like oh what a fucking bummer sports heroes of mine like growing up that were just complete assholes and you're like gene simmons oh man really dude he was such a dick to me he gave me a limp handshake at the comedy store once
0: i was like i would have rather you
2: punched me in the face like that was he was such a like grabbed the end of my pinky
0: i was like was that code for something and now he's blocked me on twitter and i never said anything bad about him but it was just enough people going gene simmons needs needs to apologize to burt kreischer yes he was such a dick and i was such what a bummer fan of kiss and i told him that took it away for you right oh i won't listen to kiss ever wow if it comes on will you leave the bar leave the house uh no but i'll take my makeup off (laughs) (laughs) Dude, fucking gene simmons um there was uh who did i meet i met a lot of people because i was a host of a talk show when i first got to hollywood and i met a a lot lot of celebrities uh the x show nice it was uh and i met a lot of celebrities i'll tell you who was really sweet was carrot top he Great. was very sweet. heard nothing but nice things nothing i've never heard anything bad about Keratop.
2: people are so quick to judge if you get jacked out of nowhere and you got fun hair yeah and you just like you know you do that also like there's got to be a little bit of jealousy everyone's deflecting being like i could put a fucking baseball bat on a chicken's head and Dude, fucking make a joke about it You're colin like, no, quinn
0: colin quinn the greatest like the i i idolized him met him for the first time and he couldn't have been nicer great dude dave attell lives up to the hype like that's what i wanted and sometimes i feel like i i I, I feel like i i chased that dragon a little bit like attell when i first worked with him and i knew him kind of but not really yeah first worked with him literally 15 years ago today okay 15 years ago today i worked with dave attell wow and he was sick and he was like uh i was like and we get there Thursday, and I was like, "Hey, we're we gonna have a drink." And he was like, oh, "I'm not feeling so good. I'm not feeling so good." And so then Friday night, I'm having a drink, and he was like, I, "I promise you, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, I need to get some rest." So he goes back to the room. So Saturday night, he's like, "I," he he dodges out on my on me, and I catch him in the hotel, like going to his room, and he goes, "I, I know. I, I I promise you tomorrow. Night, I promise you, I'm not feeling good, but tomorrow night." Yeah. And then Sunday night, he just comes up. And he's like, "All right, tonight's your night. Let's do it." He did not want to go out. You could see it. And he took me out to a bar. And every time someone gave him a shot, he handed it to me. Wow. And he, we partied. And he was like, All right, I hope you have a good night. Enjoy your baby girl. Take care. And he walked out and left me. And everyone's like, wow. "Like, and everyone's like, everyone's You know David Tell? I was like, Yeah, I worked with him all weekend. And they're like, God damn it. What's that like? I go, Partied every night. <laughs> yeah, dude. Pretty much best friends. Dude, I, I love that guy. Yeah. I mean, totally. he's my he's uh i remember watching you laugh at
2: uh oh you remember that dude at the um crapshoot festival dude i remember because then he brought you and brad on stage yeah i remember sitting in the back and that was my favorite part of that whole thing was watching i mean he's always so great dude but there i'm sure like any comic there's certain nights where you're you see them in an environment that isn't entirely conducive even for state like the, the the place wasn't all the way full which was weird it was big they just you know it was falsely you know the whole thing was promoted a little bit like a convention center yeah and there was like a windstorm that night remember so like a lot of people bailed because i guess in downtown vegas like a little bit of wind picks up and people fucking move back to nebraska and and it was just like somewhat chaotic and he even joked about that when he first came out and and uh but the people were there were just so great and and he just was i mean you know we were all just so in awe but you were just fucking losing your mind dude and like i I was watching you cry and then and then Dave would keep coming and i was like i was like oh man i don't think Bert's gonna pass out like from laughing so hard and then you guys went on stage and like that was special man those things are those are the the moments in comedy you know when when you go oh this was not planned at all and only the people here got to see that it wasn't taped for anything you know um it's like you know when that when that type of shit happens at the store with with anybody you know going like if chappelle goes up super late or people go on stage together those things are always you know why it's cool to i don't know to have stuck it out in this business Dude, you know? so
0: my favorite times ever on stage or, or at the end of the night when something crazy goes on yeah that's what i loved about new york's so i had to stay until the end of every night and so at the end of every night well, what would happen? it would just be like chappelle would just show up at the end by the way you know i was 26 chappelle was 26 he was like my age but he just you were go pumped up. Wow, dude. I, he would just go up and... At 26, he was dialed in, right? Because he started at 14. So. Dude, he had so much material. But by the way, just material to, to throw out. Like, and he would, But he would go up high as fuck, drunk as fuck, and just... How do you do that? Uh, I don't know. I think... It's the last time you performed really drunk? Oh, uh, well, pretty recently. <laughs> yeah. And got through it, huh? I was at... I was in... Uh, yeah. It was in... Uh, in at the improv with Joe. I got there and Joe was like, Let's have a drink. And I was like, oh my head, I was like, I don't like to drink before I go on stage. But and then I'm like, it's Joe's show. I'm not here. I'm not here for the material. We're more here for the hang. Yeah, right. I'm gonna do new shit, so I'm, I'm not gonna do great. So I might as well try new shit out and might as well have a little bit of a buzz. And um and yeah, we had a great time, man. We had a great time, but I was definitely buzzed at that last show, the late show, I was i told i told a joke i should not have told why you're feeling it you rolled the dice because i was like i'm buzzed and i go i have this joke that's uh i have this joke that's really inappropriate it's not inappropriate look if you don't take chances as a comic you're not gonna yes the joke in the real joke and people have either heard me or say it not say it but the punchline is the n word right and i and it it, it's perfect it's perfect it's it's perfect and i didn't i didn't believe it didn't work without the n-word and then someone gave me a fix for it and i went you know that might work the fix is is in my opinion almost more racist than saying the n-word but it, it i i didn't know i think if you can get away
2: with not saying the n-word probably a good move right no so what are you gonna do you're gonna go back uh i
0: told it this way on stage that night and it murdered awesome and i went wow and then in my head, Who I was like, "Who gave you the switch up? A white dude or a black dude?" Uh, Andrew Schultz. Nice. So I tr- nice. and I trusted me yeah. as a podcast with a black guy. So if anyone's gonna, <laughs> if anyone's gonna give me the fucking fix, yeah, it's gotta he be just said it just tapped into He it. said it very like casually, and I went, "No, it's not gonna work." And he goes, "No, I think you might. You got to try it." And I go, "No, it's not gonna work." And he looked at me and I was like, "No, you don't know that. You got to try it." And I was like, and then and then we started playing around with it, and I went, "Maybe that would work." And he was like, "Try it." And so I said, "When I try it, I'll text you." I tried it that night, and it murdered so fucking hard, Dang. and I went shit yeah and so and now i and then now i have these two extra jokes that don't fit in my hour that i'm like fuck i don't know how to i don't know it's I mean, always a tricky thing to add uh to hit
2: somebody up with with tags and whatnot how do you are you usually pretty receptive with no, that i'm not
0: very receptive at all yeah i don't like tags and i don't want anyone to tell me how to fix what about my open jokes? micers you
2: like when open micers tell you how, how i love that how, though how, how
0: comedy is going and how it's the direction we're headed dude i've had open micers i had people at a bar tell me i had one guy at a bar tell me a joke a fix for a joke oh, great. and it was actually not a it was it was not a bad angle oh man and i was like ugh. yeah you almost didn't and want i was to like i'm, it. Was I'm not, like, not taking it yeah, i won't take yeah, it i'm like yeah. no that's that stays silent yeah <laughs> i just missed it i guess yeah 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 because I, I won't take i won't take like i'll take a tag here and there what i like best is like what my friends do is oh, they'll tell me where i'm fucking up right like they'll go hey you know what would work there is like you should write a joke there you seem like you're just talking a lot your comic like, your you're non-comic friends is that what you know my comic friends gotcha gotcha or like or like the, the, that night that i was drunk joe goes you told that joke differently on the first show i was like really he goes yeah 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 it's much better on the first show than it was on the second show whoa and i was like really and he was like oh, trust me and so i like that i like when people are like tell me what i'm doing wrong yeah um but you can yeah, always I, use I can't another take, set of- i can't take tags mid-roll reads Mid-roll reads. What are they? These are mid-roll reads. We all deal with stress and anxiety. Many people, even though they feel exhausted during the day, when it's time to go to bed, they can't fall asleep. If worrying is affecting your days and nights, it's probably affecting your overall health. I definitely deal with this. I deal with anxiety nonstop. A lot of times I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep. A lot of times I'm sitting there in the morning afraid of coffee because I'm knowing it's going to cause stress and anxiety. I absolutely love the app Calm. It is the number one app to reduce your anxiety and stress and get you to sleep better. More than 40 million people around the world have downloaded it. My daughters are the ones that got me to download it, and I use their daily meditation Every day I use it when I'm on the road before I go on stage. If you head to calm.com slash Bert, you too can use it and you'll get 25% off the calm premium subscription, which includes guided meditations like the one I use on issues like anxiety, stress, and focus, including a brand new meditation every day. There are also sleep stories, which are bedtime stories designed for adults to help you relax, head to the magical lavender fields of southern France with Stephen Fry or explore the moonlit jungles of Africa with Leona Lewis. They even have soothing music and more. Right now, cast listeners get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash Burt. That's calm.combert dot slash Burt. Get unlimited access to all of Calm's content today at calm.com slash Bert, get calm and stop stressing. It is 8 p.m. I need a glass of wine right now, but I'm cooking dinner and I am jet lagged. Have you ever had that feeling where it's like 9 p.m. and you want sushi or you want a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m.? Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round, anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer deliveries from all of the restaurants, groceries, and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store, and you don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners, the BurtCast listeners, $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code BurtCast. That's the code BurtCast for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. I am doing that. Right now, and downloading two bottles of Pinot Noir and a bottle of Merlot. Anything you need, anytime you want it. Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with the code Bertcast. I uh, I get
2: pitched. Uh, I get voicemails from a couple of buddies back home that just again they sometimes are long Facebook messages, but the voicemails are the best. And one I got about a month ago was, hey man, uh so there's this new item at Taco Bell and uh it's fucking like it's you gotta be a real piece of shit to eat this, man. So fucking and I'm I'm just thinking like, man, you gotta be a fuck. You gotta hate yourself, you fucking fat fuck. If you're getting this, you're a fucking you're oh. dude you're eating, no your wife probably won't even fuck you if you order that. So anyway man, there's gotta be something there. Like you're the comic, you figure it out, like you make it funny. God. Um let
0: me know when you're coming back to Arizona, dude. And dude People like that, you know what I always get? Dude, you got to, like, you got to go harder at black people. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. you don't understand? There's a lot of people that don't like them. And I'm like, uh, oh, I think. <laughs> yeah, I understand that in Polk County. Yeah. But, <laughs> but in, oh. you know, in the rest of the world, everyone's pretty yeah, cool with black people. Pretty
2: open to it at this point.
0: Dude, why don't you fuck with gays? Like, you should really, like, light them up. Did you know that they fuck in the butt, dude? That is different. And there's got to be some comedy there. Dude, I, I my whole beginning of my career my anyone from college all all their insights were like dude uh have you ever heard the joke like uh or martin luther king and uh and <laughs> and donald trump and mike tyson walk into the go see the pope and you're like uh no and they're like well it's a good one you can tell this on stage and you're like no that's not how it works fuck face oh my god i didn't know how to write a joke at all when i started like i remember watching did you people... do
2: other other material or stuff you had heard or did you at least know that much
0: Oh no, I wrote what I found funny and what I found, and it was all experiential. I've only known one way to do stand up, and that is tell stories about myself or about my friends or about my family but don't,
2: up until the point you started you had uh accumulated enough experiences to even go to have something to pull from right and, and in fact, like that's when people start yeah getting in that world of like maybe they're pulling from other people's shit or whatever even at oh, this no. stage even the, the people that are out there that are successful that you you know that sometimes get caught up in that like oh that was fucking like you're like oh you're not living enough and that's why you're starting to scramble dude i i <laughs> lived so much by 26 you got books and stuff you probably haven't even tapped in. Do yet huh
0: oh I, I remember just i remember throwaway stuff where i was just like you ever take acid and you feel like you're the needle on a record player because you're driving down the street and the world's passing you by and people would be like do you really done acid and you're like <laughs> oh yeah of course that is the commercial for acid yeah and, the I, and then on the record player yeah and then and and we I remember we were driving in a car and i was driving we had come back from a widespread panic concert and i was driving and i felt like the world we were standing still and the world was racing past us and i was like i oh. was the first time i ever had mayonnaise on a meatball sub dude that is the follow-up to you can't wear
2: sweatpants at your bar mitzvah you first time i had mayonnaise on a meatball sub it's delicious isn't it dude it was
0: amazing yeah, i've I I never not had mayonnaise on a meatball sub i'm
2: wondering what snacks are better to combine and make concoctions of like stoner snacks or acid snacks you know what i'm saying
0: acids i dude stoner like, are your, the best they're the best
2: <clears throat> what's the stoniest thing you've ever consumed or concocted on your own
0: uh me and my buddy croy uh McCroy, what stupid don't no move no on, move on <laughs> he, we made um uh monte cristo peanut butter and jelly sandwiches open a restaurant tonight i'll give you 50 grand monte cristo pbj by the way why isn't there a food truck called stoney's or something you know oh they have one in clearwater you know what we called it we called it the hunch and i said why should we call it the hunch he goes because i got a hunch it'll be good (laughs) dude Uh. i remember sitting in his fucking studio was it amazing it was so good it was so good he was like we got to figure out how to make a monte cristo because I was like, I, we were talking, I said, Monty, I hate Ooh. Monte Cristos because I don't like ham and cheese. I don't like, I can't mix sweet with salty. He goes, me either. I go, why don't they make like a Monte Cristo with like a sweet sandwich, like an ice cream sandwich? And he goes, ice cream will melt. And then he goes, oh my God, I got a hunch. And so we went back to his place and we made them. And I was, I, I, we were like, this is the greatest. Yeah, now it's super popular. Holy shit
2: oh so fucking good there's certain things like that where if you go through your life like you know look be it be healthy or whatever but certain treats that's like dude you're gonna skip out on that What are get is me it started. worth it
0: don't get me started i i go I, t- I just had fucking two um mushu porks i love mushu pork yeah more than anything really i love mushu pork
2: if a mushu pork walked in and was fucking your wife you would just you'd get I'd out of like, camera you'd back up i'd be like oh do you mind if we go three-sies on it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> mind if we play a little game i like to call leaky submarine <laughs> dude i oh, i shit. yeah i i fucking love i love chinese food yeah. we have 260 dollars worth of chinese food in there because i could the not best, c- contain myself and last you probably night. could have ordered another 260 oh i didn't
2: think we had enough what's the full i mean everything or did you get like a lot of uh
0: one thing? Three orders of egg rolls, nice. Five orders of dumplings, Fuck. Uh, orange. I could go through the order right now. Great. Orange chicken, moo pork, lemon chicken. Mm. Two orders of spicy shrimp. Oof. We've got the coconut shrimp. Oof. We got salt and pepper scallops. <laughs> we got uh, we got fried uh, chicken, fried rice, vegetable fried rice, oh. chicken lo mein. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm. By the way, I think I'm dead on. I think I just named the whole fucking order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do they say when you order all that? Uh, my wife, you know what my wife said? Look how many chopsticks they gave us. She goes, this will tell you how many people they thought they were going to be here. They thought they were going to be 15 people here. <laughs> it's five of us. Why the <laughs> fuck would you order this much food? And I was like, because you want options. Can't help it.
2: <clears throat> Wait, so acid snacks are are what? If, if, if Monte Cristo PB&J is your pot treat.
0: Oh, oh, an acid snack is like an orange. That's it? An uh, uh, an Asian pear? Just a delect- Something that something that kind of just I, I, every every time just I ever fancy fruits. <clears throat> well, uh, that, I mean, i obviously. But if you like meatball bub- with delicious gum, man, uh, an acid snack is something uh, f- from my recollection. It's not of, like ketchup on some cocoa crispies, or something? no, it's always something with vitamin C in it. Why? Like I don't know, acid and ecstasy. That you always wanted to like take vitamin C because <laughs> it, it would heighten the buzz. Wow! So it was a lot of fruits. Okay. I, I mean. It's been so long since I... Last time I did acid, I think I was in New York. But acid is the one where you really... uh You're touchy-feely, right? No, that's... That's actually, acid, acid, yeah. Acid's the one where you're holding on by a thread the entire night. Damn. Going like, just don't want this to go bad. I just don't want this whole night to go bad. That sounds like a blast. Oh, fuck acid, Psych. dude. Fuck acid. Ugh. Fucking 10 hours of just... Okay, this could go really bad. Am I swallowing too much? Like, just uh, asking people- I, Oh, dude... When you breathe, do you think about it first? You just do it. <laughs> you just do it. Hey, is P and sitting down cool now, or are we still standing up? What's going on with that? <clears throat> the wall's breathing, right? You see the wall breathing. <laughs> is that clock winking at you? Because it's winking at me. <laughs> Anybody else listen? Heart just cough. <laughs> hey, how do you go to bed on acid? Because it's not working right for me. <laughs> Dude, I love- I'm asleep right now. Right, I'm asleep. <laughs> the last time I ate acid, <laughs> hey. When you look in the mirror, how many of you do you see into your eye? I see a thousand. Do you see a thousand? Is this like a needle I'm trying to thread? Whose feet are these? Are these mine? Whose feet are these? My, that was my best one ever. Oh. My buddy Hutch. Whose feet are these? Are they mine? Me and my buddy. Me and do you my- give yourself a countdown clock before you poop or does it just happen on its own? Do you want to lay in bed and watch fishing videos? Because I do. Do you want to hold each other? That's not gay. I don't care if it's gay. It helps. and <laughs> your dad's fine, but my dad's weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh. i i the last time i ate acid oh i think i ate it in new york once but I, it didn't i was drunk and it was just i just liked the sunrise and it was no real <laughs> i think it was half a tab and it was like it was the last time i think but then the time before that was spring weekend me and another buddy got dosed and we ended up, he ended up standing in the tub. I ended up looking in the mirror and we laid in the bed and watched fishing videos all night. Fuck. And then, and then. People we, just fishing? <clears throat> People fishing. Like, a, like Is that exhilarating? A, Bill Dance, just, no, it was calming. It was like, he's like, zzz, all right, we got a little one. Okay, hey, there we got him, we got oh, him. All yeah. right, all right. Soothing narration to, yeah. to go alongside. Real
2: it. soothing. And now they talk about like, you know, casting it out and then like, and then they're just waiting. So then they're
0: just doing like commentary on like what kind of fish they hope pops up. Yeah. Wait, well, I got that old boy. Down in uh, down in Dothan, he, he's got a good boat, doesn't he? He's got oh, are you talking about Bill? Yeah, I'm talking about Bill. Yeah, now Bill, now Bill's got a good boat, but that's his daddy's boat. Now, like, and it's just mindless conversation. It's like uh, baseball <clears throat> commentators; they're filling the gap
2: with just stories that you know are about other stuff in that world, right? Yeah, I guys with cool boats, guys that caught big fish. Now, I wish I caught a fish that big. There's something. Like, there's, somebody, there's something about. Fishing. Those type
0: of old men. Yeah. Those
2: white old men. That you want to be those guys. Until they say something like, yeah, man, the big, guess what? The bigger the boat, the stronger the fish, and the more fun you're going to have. Now, speaking of which, of uh, fun, we got to get those black kids off our street. And you're like, okay, well, this took a turn, right? Dude, you cannot let the- Or is there no racism in the no, old no, 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 okay. no, no, I'm
0: sure there is. Yeah. Um, you cannot allow a 90-year-old man to speak anymore in public. Oh no, we're done with that, right? I was at an event. Let him ladies drive, and, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'd like to ping up dot dot dot. He was in World War II. one of the men to storm the beaches of Normandy. Oh, Let's bring him up on stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get Comes ready to cut up. his mic. Comes up. Get ready to cut his <laughs> mic, especially if he's had a couple cocktails. <laughs> get ready. To Back do when that I sign. was a kid, none of this, none of this women's reproductive. <laughs> When I was a kid, they knew how to. You lived in your neighborhoods. You weren't it. And you're just like, okay. You cannot let a 90 year old man speak in public. You couldn't sit down over there and you couldn't wash your hands in here. A man was a man. A woman was a woman. (laughs) None of this newfangled. Dude, you cannot let an old man speak. I was at, there was one the other night. That was, it was pr- completely innocuous. This was the, like two nights ago at my daughter's softball. Guy was 96 years old. <clears throat> Chilling in the like, stands. And they're like, uh, we're going to give an award. He buys all the snacks for the girls, comes every softball game. Gotta his, love that guy. But he's great. Wait, guy. he's, he's a, just a guy that buys grandfather, snacks? Grandfather of the coach. Okay, grandfather
2: great. of the I coach. He was just like an honorary, lovable old guy that's like, you want some more juju bees? Like, no, no, no.
0: He, he, uh, He he was totally innocuous, but it was funny just a little bit like a little bit of like you could see like it it perk up the super liberals like he goes, they go, let's give him a round of applause. And he was like, oh, I, I don't need a round of applause. I just need a hug from every little girl in here. Yeah, uh, easy, and, Joe Biden, yeah. and they're all like eighteen to fifteen, but they all love him. Oh, okay, but great. Yeah, but you definitely could see how some progressive liberal would be like, um, no, they don't have to hug you if they don't want to. Oh God, don't you dare He's assume even- that because I'm a woman and you're a man, you get a hug. Jesus, I, but I, I, you could feel that, but it didn't happen. Every, all the God. little girls went up, gave him a big hug. Good, he, they're it, dope because they're progressive yeah. millennials. And then he was like, just to give you a heads up. I spent $5,000 on sodas this season. So have a good one, ladies. <laughs> Dude, just the dropped the mic. Up. It was great. Dude, it was I great. I spent five
2: grand on soda. You
0: yes, were all great. that Diet Fresca you sucked down. Yeah. 94
2: years old and on it, man. Also, if you're on 94, it. hug whoever the fuck you like. Oh. And also, reciprocate at 94. Like, you got to an age, like, you stuck it out.
0: You know what's crazy? I, heard, to, go ahead. I heard someone say that, uh, someone said that, there were that like comics in new york would come up and give you a kiss on the cheek to say hi and and this female comic was livid she goes you don't have the right to kiss me on the cheek and the and then the comic's yeah. like you know what's crazy is i have friends in florida who girls that kiss me on the lips when i see them Yeah, because that's how that's how cubans are it's like they'll kiss you on the lips and i with and, tongue. and my daughter saw it i went home and my daughter's with me i run into one of my friends and she just comes up and gives me a kiss on the lips and my daughter's like uh yeah do, I, do you gonna I, tell mom about that dear diary what's happening and i was like honey that's how people say like you got to be comfortable with how different people say hi you can't just be some stone cold bitch and be like <laughs> and now somebody comes up just hey good to see you bert like honey this yeah, is how this is how you say hi in a strip connect. club <laughs> this is what you do in a strip club is they jack it skin on skin come on it's over the pants talking to old people
2: is truly a lost art and the perspective. Last time I was in Vegas with the bar, the Tropicana, and this dude was down there, uh, 90. And uh, we just started chumming it up, right? He asked me what I was doing there, and we started getting into it. And, uh, and he goes, how old are you? I was like, oh, 36. And he goes, man, he goes, live it up. He goes, I remember when I was 36. He goes, I actually worked here at the TROP. I was a pool boy. I used to see all just the most gorgeous ladies, pay a couple of them to come upstairs, scissor each other. I'm like, I think you're getting the wrong idea about what I'm doing at 36, but yeah. I appreciate the, the shout out. And then he's like, soak it up, man. He's like, because one day you just wake up, and all of a sudden boom." In 98 I was like I thought you said you were 90 he's like who knows just like, Christ but he was just so fucking he he told the he told the dirtiest stories man and it was like but he kept harping on he's like soak it up man do all the crazy shit you want to do like he's like because I just He's like I feel he got up he started dancing around he's like I'm not was like I feel like I'm 40 I was like fucking you're literally about you're gonna follow every time you stand up you're definitely at least 88 you know yeah. in that body but but he just was so like You know, and I was at the right amount of buzz to get a little like, you know, a little too introspective about like, wow, yeah, no, I got to soak it up. Because he was just like, one day you're going to wake up and you'll be 90. And I was like, God, I hope not. You know, like now I'm thinking like maybe that, you know, but there, there are people too that just. Like one of my best friends is a huge tech guy. And he's one of those guys that's on the precipice of always like what's new that's coming out. And he showed me this video one night. He's also a little bit of a, a lazy pothead, but he's one of those guys that like is like nothing matters. Like you gotta just fucking do what you want to do. He showed me this video on YouTube, which by the way, when he brought it up, he's like, Do you want to see something crazy? I'm like, I don't know, man. You are the guy that showed me two girls, one cup. So I'm yeah, a little trepidatious about your follow-up video.
0: <laughs> but it was this
2: video that was like start on Earth and then it slowly, I don't know if you've seen it, it slowly zooms back. Like it would start a video on us and then it would pull back further and further away all of a sudden it's outside of earth then it goes up into space and then just pulls back further and further galaxies and galaxies away so now we're five minutes past where we were here just going further and further away and all of a sudden he just hits click and he just looks at looks at me and goes we ain't shit and i go <laughs> and i'm dude we were so baked by the way and i was just like what and he's like we don't it's like nothing matters dude Nothing matters. That's why I just fucking get high and play video games, dude, cuz nothing fucking matters. I'm like, I mean, you got me pretty baked and I got to figure out how to somehow drive home. That matters a little bit. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, it blew my mind. It was like and his whole point was to try to like reiterate the fact that like don't stress the small stuff. I'm like, yeah, but don't minimize the big stuff, like fucking getting home safe and yeah. and, and I got to get up for, you know, to do some shit, to make some money to fucking, you know, I pay bills and I got I need health insurance. Yeah. You don't only get fucked on health insurance, yeah, dude. But it was like, you know, i don't know i like to it, sometimes too much perspective is like i don't know like that was you know i can't get that fucking thing out of my head and like it was just so like I, first of all it was you know enlightening because i'm like dude yeah. i did not know there were that many fucking galaxies
0: when i was 25 um i didn't know the i you know obviously i was written up in rolling stone magazine i didn't know that article was going to come out i didn't know so i went to nobody hit you up and was like yo get ready for your life to change i didn't i had no idea that i'd be in it i thought they were going to do an article about florida state so i went to dc to interview at my uncle's uh lobbying firm he had a lob- lobbying firm in um dc and i met with this man I, I think i know his name but i don't really i can't remember it totally yeah uh, but i think i know who it is because i met the guy a bunch and uh I just went around from like all the heads of the different departments of my my uncle's firm and just met with them and kind of to figure out what I wanted to do and kind of like see if I get a job there or whatever. Um, And one of the guys said to me, I was 25 years old and 25. Yeah. 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 25 years old. And he said, he goes, I'm, I'm 52 today. I said, yeah. And he goes, I'm very, very wealthy. And I'd give half of all the money I have in my savings to be 25 for one week. And I went, Really? And he goes, Yeah. So my advice to you is walk out of here and do not get a job here and go live your life. I said, Really? He goes, every man in here that you'll talk to would give all their money to be 25 once again. You're not gonna able, be able to get to get this, get this again. Go live your life. He goes, go to fucking Europe. I'd already been to Europe. He's like, go to Europe, go to Chicago, go to New York, go to Los... Just- go to the new Ikea in he's Glendale. Like, yeah, he's like, Buy go... Buy a chair, put it together. Go live your life. I remember all I remember thinking was, I want to run a fishing charter out of Key West. Like, I was like... That was your first thought. I was like, I want to run a fishing charter out of Key West. I was also going to Key West the next day. The next day, I was flying to Key West for spring break. So I get done. I go back to my uncle's place. My uncle's gone. My uncle had, had one of the tables that was in one of the ships to land on Plymouth Rock. He had one of the tables that was in the captain's galley. My uncle was a very wealthy man, right? No way. Still is a very wealthy man. He had one of the tables that was in the captain's galley. It was three planks. How much? That's got, I mean, not a millions. history buff, millions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was in his Anything wine side to Plymouth Rock, I feel like. You could have, I mean, Plymouth Rock and Fraggle Rock are two of the most famous Dude, rocks we've he, got. He was part of the group of people that started lobbying. The, lob, the idea of being a lobbyist, Dude. he started this back in like the 70s, late 70s. Just so like residual checks. And so he represented China. In what? For the in the world. Like when they had a problem, they called my uncle going like, hey man, we're getting bad press about this Tiananmen Square bullshit. Help <laughs> me out. So like by the way, that's verbatim what they said. Uh, yeah. Well, I, by the way, and by the way, I don't really know what he did technically. Sure. Because I never really listened. All I know is he was a lobbyist and he was like he had pictures of him with Clinton, him with he had pictures of him with every
2: president in his office. If you got some uh, Mayflower paraphernalia and photos with Clinton, Cosby, dude, whoever, people were like, "Dude, this guy's doing some cool ass shit." I don't need to know about it all,
0: dude, but I just need to soak it all up. I went down to his wine. He had a full blown wine cellar, like like bigger than this. That's room. good money. That's <clears throat> I want a wine cellar. I feel like that's you know a pool, a oh. wine cellar, a trampoline. I went down there. He's out of town. His, his wife's side of town they have a they have a maid and a and like a butler and they come down and bring oh, so me cool. dinner at this table i'm sitting at this table i pull out a list and i write down the the 20 jobs i wouldn't mind having like lighthouse watchman um <laughs> like just like <laughs> wait to like, work to live with them and to, to, no, oh just, just in general like I, I all i could think was i'm 25 what's something i want to do that would be fun as fuck gotcha that isn't like i don't want to be a lobbyist i don't even know anything about no. a lobbyist. but what i'll do is i remember thinking i'll be get a lobbyist job at 25 i'll work it until i'm 32 and then i'll get an opportunity to be like i was to like do i don't what yeah. i was like yeah i was like i was like work a ski lift in aspen um and and i kept going to comedian i was like i would definitely love to be a comedian but i wouldn't write it on the list because i didn't want I didn't want to like say like what I really wanted. I was trying to think of things that were attainable. Wow. And I drank a bottle, probably probably a couple bottles of wine at this table thinking of all the thoughts, like when I get to America, what what do I want to do? Like all the lists that were made there. This is fucking amazing. I fly to Tampa to get a connecting flight to Key West. And my dad has the pictures Rolling Stone's going to use. And I have to sign off on them. And they're all me. And my dad's like, buddy, I think this article is about you he's like I, th- I think this is going to change your life like i think this might be a big deal and i was like whoa talk to the journalist and he was like yeah it's i think you're gonna like it man i think you're gonna really like it and my uh, my literally my mind was like opened up of like all the possibilities and i was like fuck being a lobbyist i'm gonna party hard as fuck i'm the party animal in my head and then april 1st that article came out that was spring break that must have been mid-may i don't know when spring break is mid-march yeah april you know 1st. It's marked on your calendar yeah. every year mm. <laughs> April 1st, that article came out, changed my life. But but I remember, I, I, I keep thinking, like, and you're talking about talking to old men. I If you're 25, listen to this right now. Dude. And you're in a lighthouse
2: watching the fucking waves crash, you know, oh. fucking jump out of that thing.
0: Dude, make by sure the way, you can do a parachute. I did a little bit of research. There's a lot of lighthouses you can work at. <laughs> I'm being you dead serious. So I, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of things they that They make I, the money? Uh, no, but you get free living- right you get solitude no get a, one fucks with you get you. a great view yeah you don't have to run no one they don't even use lighthouses anymore they don't but they need someone to upkeep them dude there's lighthouses in michigan there's lighthouses in seattle there's lighthouses everywhere not, that, probably not in seattle but yeah. washington state that, that's fuck you money by the way
2: if you're just like yeah we got people that clean up the the lighthouse we're never there but dude, i stayed at a lighthouse in maine one night so there's actually rooms because i picture a lighthouse from pete's dragon remember in pete's
0: dragon with that tall and the woman she sang a song you mean my favorite my favorite. We got a right right bill a sale right <laughs> yeah, here. We got a bill a sale right here. Yeah, dude. We got a bill a sale right here. Wait, what are the other songs? Right. Ba-bum, ba-bum, ba-bum. Uh, uh, um. A dragon. A, a dragon. dragon. I swear this I saw a dragon. dragon. I said, Baby, it did it for the fucking dragon man? <laughs> That's not way. Yeah. Uh,
2: he's a cartoon, but maybe he's real. I'm Buddy Hackett, right? Was that what was uh There was another one. There was a one like that was really like a. Where they paint? Where they paint? What was the song when they paint? Can we pull it up, God, can it was, you
0: See if you can find Pete's track. It had a
2: nice like banjoy like bing bing like what the fuck was it? Um, that all soundtrack's incredible, I, dude! It is a
0: great fucking movie. I watched that a million times as a kid. Couldn't watch the remake. I was like, get that shit yeah. out of my face! Bring like, back the original. My kid. kids couldn't watch it. They were like, "This is a little scary, Dad."
2: Wasn't there a song that had like a weird? You know like how Mary Poppins had supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? If you could, if you could, wasn't there a if you could what? The,
0: I'm trying to think. Okay. Dragon Are you going to eat me?
2: Oh, that's great. Nobody knows. Something fucked. The dragon song. Uh, Reverie? It was a no. weird word. You know what I'm saying? That might be it. No. No. Fuck, it was weird. You know what I'm saying? Uh, can you? I know we can't. Oh, this is the new. Is this the? No, this is the new one. No, original, original. motion. Um. Yeah, dude. See, can no we, wonder we didn't recognize it. play one it. of them. This is Leonard Cohen's Pete track. Oh, this is the original? A dragon, a dragon. I swear it's a dragon. <laughs> that shit, I must have just... No, see, fuck this. Look at that picture. This, this, is, this is 2016. Yeah, we need to pull this up. It's 2016. We got to go Disney
0: cartoon. Yeah, and can you cut this audio out so we don't have to pay for it? <laughs> All right. i'll find it watch this just go to itunes
2: i'm telling you there's a weird word that they were singing about it was like something you know or something they were getting ready to do was it it was just about what they were doing like i
0: love that movie
2: great certain movies like that that really fuck like you know just as a uh i don't want to say inspire influence you but like man like was so i remember getting you forever i remember being emotionally invested with this kid and this dragon there we go Candle on the water is what she's saying in the fucking Can- Oh, lighthouse. I remember Candle on the Water. The happiest home in the hills. Remember those two?
0: Yeah, yeah. Keep oh going. yeah. Money, money,
2: money by the pound. Remember oh, that?
0: I do remember that. Money, it's not money. easy. It's not easy. That's yeah, just what I'm thinking is. of. Yeah, dude. It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. This is the boy with the yep. Wait, this isn't. Is this the day one where they clean the house? Yes. That's interesting. I've never known. She's dead, isn't that crazy. crazy? What? She's gotta be. <laughs> How about the it's the dragon not is he easy alive? He has the head, head of the a camel neck of a camel sounds rather strange I want to do this in my stand up <laughs> <laughs> my wife has the head <laughs> of a cattle <laughs> it's not
2: easy yeah this is like the kid now being like
0: it's not easy, easy pubic in hairs and I love him God.
2: and this is also oh, this to is the kid showing her like, like
0: she's a little like man I need a man in my life this like young yeah. kids give me perspective I think we can keep this song and I doubt they're gonna be able to fucking flag this she's got a beautiful voice yeah dude of a crocodile so this is when he's
2: like yo I met this fucking dragon and she's like bullshit sing about it to yeah. me
0: yes <laughs> Well, describe them Wait, to me. Go back song. to the other songs. I want to see the one where they're... they're Couldn't get away with that these days. It's not easy. I want to do this it's and flip it somewhere. and have this be a young girl and me. <laughs> it's not easy <laughs> to keep secrets <laughs> <in> between us. <laughs> yeah, Passamos Hablati! Yes, I told you! Passamos Hablati! So. I told you! So. <laughs> dude this guy i oh, hang on one second i've watched this movie recently uh, and i became obsessed with this guy this guy from pastor macquaddy pastor macquaddy <laughs> this guy is fucking amazing i told you amazing. the word i couldn't uh... this guy is fucking amazing yeah this guy needs to be okay hit play hit play let's hear this he was like the
2: disney go-to
0: Dude, look at his sidekick.
2: I mean, dude, making fun of rabbits.
0: I don't think they have anyone that could do this anymore. No, man. I like slow it down. Whoa. More to do you to love.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this guy's amazing. I love this guy. Also, what a sweet time when these guys would just roll into your town with like new products and they're like, you know, I feel
0: like that's what we do is stand ups. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, I'll dreamt- be in <laughs> Passama This next weekend. This is, this is where it gets it good. What a great actor that guy was. Yeah, that guy got a sad card for that. Pass him a Schlotti. This is where it does it.
2: My you're not giving me a chance. I all these from that?
0: god damn it man dude this meant so much to me like old barbecue sauce dude what's i've googled this guy and his career and uh did, did he it take off after this no, i think this was it shut up here i'll tell I feel
2: like this is his um what's the daniel day lewis my left foot my two
0: feet what is it my two left feet no my, no no it's not my two left feet. <laughs> my left foot my two left feet it's a dancing movie my two left feet
2: Daniel Day-Lewis in I'll tell My you what two left guy, feet I'll tell you I, Daniel Day-Lewis in It's tough to buy shoes
0: <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis in
2: I mean just going to these small towns Being like yo You dumb fucks I got some truth serum for you."
0: They're just forking up their cash This guy's name was Jim Backus I think Yeah Here we go.
2: Oh, no. Forget the name. Oh, What's boy. the name of his place? He's like, come on. Where are you? No?
0: Dude, he dude. killed that scene. How many takes
2: of that you think he did? Oh my god! And do you god. think he's just riffing? They're like, dude, it's all right. So, P- Pass MacQuaid is what we're getting
0: to. Come up with a couple uh, versions. Kuala uh, MacPasi. You want to see something crazy? You want to know? You want to know who's this is in this fucking? Guess who's in this? Bonnie Hunt. Nope. You're gonna fucking call bullshit. Who's ready that? for this? This is gonna blow your mind. Who's that? You know who that is? Josh Blue. Jeff Conway. No. <laughs> Jeff Conway from Greece, shut up, Kaniki. Jeff Kaniki is that we got a bill of sale right here. That's my fucking favorite guy in this scene,
2: dude. Dude, this is we got a bill a sale right. Oh, dude,
0: come on, man. When musicals truly bill a sale right here, they have a child. We have a bill of sale right here. We bought that child. <laughs> Fuck. So they. He was a slave. He worked for yeah. It. <clears throat> if you so could many remake, themes if in you this. You could remake one friendship movie. with fucking mythological creatures
2: child slavery sex trafficking fucking uh you know uh cougars fucking she's definitely got a crush on fucking charlie Bucket's brother you ready for this
0: you ready for this how about this movie the fish that saved pittsburgh yeah did you ever see it no Oh, i thought you were pitching me a movie no 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 <laughs> like, oh yeah you're like i'm a in, I'm in. Me. type like, in the fish that <laughs> saved pittsburgh
2: I literally was like <laughs> you just had this epiphany being like dude i got a movie title nope, we're the making fish it
0: that saved pittsburgh you ready for this it's finding nemo but in pittsburgh <laughs> gary coleman dr j kareem abdul jabbar mary fuck kill <laughs> uh i'm i'm married dr., dr j yeah i would uh i'd kill gary coleman and fuck <laughs> kareem abdul jabbar <laughs> definitely killed gary coleman he i worked with him he was a cunt for real yeah he was a, i have a sh- picture of me shirtless with him next to me that's amazing and he's just going like this you ready is this the trailer of fish fever is the oh dude is oh there is no cure.
2: okay well my thursday night is fucking <laughs> his fish <laughs> is, is, is all set Fucking um what's her name? Uh Blight Danner No from Greece.
0: Yeah, what's her name? Danner Danner Danny Tanner. Wait. (laughs) Look at how they're selling this.
2: Gary Coleman? By the way, we didn't try too hard with our uh, movie trailer wow, guys gotta, in this time. This guy sounds like it's like music. It had fun and basketball.
0: By the way, what is this about? David I showed, have no idea what this is about. They don't tell you what it's about at all. A preacher, a,
2: preacher. a, midget. <laughs> a midget.
0: Is that Charlie Barnett?
2: A weird Thanksgiving. Fish fever.
0: By the way, they don't show. Can you pull up the, okay. the, the Wikipedia of this, please?
2: First of all, I need to tell you what I thought the fish that saved Pittsburgh was going to be about. I What's thought that? it was going to be some weird 80s movie, like a Bad News Bears type thing where there's this team that just is complete dog shit. It's Right
0: there to the left. Right there to the left. What are you doing? look at julius Irving. where's gary coleman maybe it wasn't gary coleman i mean this isn't what a movie wikipedia the wikipedia about some fish coming out of the
2: water and fucking and being like having some no. great swing and saving some some season for some
0: t-ball team and scott Stockard channing, Stockard debbie, channing. debbie allen harry Shear. okay the plot We read the plot. I am a bad
2: reader out loud. The fish that saved Pittsburgh tells a story of struggling of a struggling uh, professional basketball team, the Pittsburgh Pythons, whose continuous losing streak and lack of talent has made them the laughing stock of Pittsburgh. Several players asked to be transferred to other teams, partly due to the bad publicity and the presence of the difficult but highly paid star player Moses Guthrie, played by Dr. J. Believing that the team Needs a miracle Ball boy water boy Tyrone Millman James Bond III My bad And it turns to astrology To improve the team's fortunes (laughs) He brings his idea To astrologer Mona Mandu Stockard Channing And they come up With a perfect concept A team composed entirely Of players Born under the astrological Signs of Pisces The star sign Of Moses Guthrie The team is reborn As the Pittsburgh Pisces Although Moses and Tyrone's Sister Margaret Avery Thinks that Tyrone's Idea is absurd They ultimately Embrace the concept The plan succeeds wildly Due to the new team's Eccentric skill skills teamwork
0: and mona's astrological readings culminating in a championship opportunity so it wasn't uh fucking gary coleman it was james bond the third guy's name's james bond the third i love that i wonder if he was like this is gonna this movie
2: will never get remade i never no there's certain ones that hollywood just goes we got it in the first go around
0: but i think but i think i guarantee you uh will ferrell's
2: Uh, Uh, semi-pro
0: was based off of a movie like that
2: whoa guarantee
0: it i guarantee
2: it somebody at that production company saw that or saw the trailer yeah by the way love can't say that anymore what do you get when you take a preacher a guy that works at a jewelry store a midget
0: yeah just uh, a preacher a midget can't do that a homosexual (laughs) and an astrological reader she read the terror cards. <laughs> I mean, you just can't get away with that in a trailer anymore. All right, we should wrap this up. We could, I could literally do this all night. Yeah, man. Just look over trailers.
2: Um, and we haven't even drank, by the way, because let's I just know. talk about the last time we drank. Speaking of midgets, one fell off a stool. God, and dude, almost so died. many people have brought that up to me. Yeah.
0: Brad, you, when Brad fell off the stool, so what your did you face?
2: Think? was priceless, dude. I'd never seen that. It's been my best friend for 10 years. Ne- I've seen him climb up on stools. Yes. Yeah. You know, definitely. I've, I've helped him on chairs. I've helped him, and we went to Cabo once. as like a bromance trip. Like three years into being buddies, we were on the road for a long time, and we and he was like, "Hey, I got this weird timeshare in Cabo. You want to go?" I was like, "Yeah," and we both were single. We went, had a good time, uh, but at one point, he's in the pool, and I was like, "Hey, man, like." Do you want me to, like, help you get across the other side? He's like, please don't do that. I was like, I don't want you to drown. He's like, if I do, that's how I'm supposed to go. <laughs> he was so
0: please proud. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. And he
2: swam across to, like, this other side and, like, met girls for us and whatever. It was like throwing a football into the middle of a, a pack on the beach. Dude, him ice skating is still the funniest thing I've ever seen in oh, my yeah. entire life. But is him also falling off that stool is like us jumping out of a treehouse. Like, that was a big fucking... No, no, no joke. That's like I was falling off a ladder. (laughs) But I'd never seen that. Like I, like we went to a we sat courtside a Laker game once. He won won these tickets to a a charity thing, and he has we we get these drinks and we have them down our seat. And all of a sudden, he puts a a drink in between his feet. I'm sitting there next to him. Right, we're just getting ready for the game, just order our food. I'm just like, God, I can't believe we're courtside. All of a sudden, he just goes puts a drink down here, just goes and catches it. And I go, What the fuck was that? And he goes, You don't know I could do that? I go. I'd never seen you do that. He goes, what am I supposed to get off my chair and reach down and get it? He goes, there's certain things you just like teach yourself to adjust. And he like
0: would just put a drink in between his feet and toss it to himself and catch it in one toss. Dude, I saw a guy at the Mirage just the other day that had no arms and he was on his phone with his feet. And I was like, like literally just sitting on the couch. Feet up, going through his shit. I was like. With his toes scrolling his through text. With his toes scrolling through text. I was like, mother. By the way, if he
2: was scrolling through Tinder and just like denying people,
0: like how swipe bad left. do those girls how feel? How bad do you feel if you it's- got swipe left with a toe, <laughs> swipe left, swipe arms, arms, arms?
2: He's like, if I had arms, I wouldn't even want to wrap them around you. Do they have a Tinder for disabled people? Great question. Dude, if they don't buy that URL, launch that app, sign me up. Just disabled people. Yeah. Some, they got one for farmers. They got one for Jews. They got one for blacks. Do they have one for black people? They have black people meet. And
0: then well, you're, it's you're, not Black Tinder, but it's it's Tinder. <laughs> Did you not hear that joke, Carlson? Why aren't you laughing? I'm trying to play. Oh man, that's good. Tinder. <laughs> that's how we end this podcast everybody <laughs> uh uh check out brad and uh, uh yeah about last, last night, podcast. About my, night podcast
2: my album just dropped it's called read the room i've uh taped at the punchline in san fran which apparently is fucking i literally did in february and now i think it's the club is gone apparently chappelle's trying to save it um but yeah adam ray comedy for all my tour dates and, and instagram and twitter and and thanks for having me do you
0: the best i could do this anytime yeah. anytime you want a podcast it just if you're like if you're like going man i got nothing going on these next couple months yeah. I, it hit me up and I, I me and you could talk for hours i know dude so watch
2: our something's burning uh episode oh
0: yeah check out our something's <laughs> burning that's on all things comedy and uh and about last night i was on Thank there you. check out this you gotta come back key. too it's been a while i told Let's you that's
2: our top two highest rated uh episode man that and sandy bullock <laughs> that's good company
0: that's a fucking really good company. And if you
2: ever want to just rent a tour black bus. box, a tour bus, <laughs> and, she's got and a great tour bus. She's got a killer tour bus. If you ever want to rent Sandra Bullock's tour bus and drive around to black box theaters across the country and perform the soundtrack from uh, *Pete's
0: Dragon*, you know where I'm at, dude. What if me and you did a two man show in black box theaters of Peach Dragon*, performed by Adam Sandler, <laughs> Kreischer, and I be the dragon and you play all the other characters? <laughs> oh, oh man yeah <laughs>
2: Pete hey get away from that you're supposed to be shining my shoes
0: and making soup yeah i be right there remember the end when he's trying to bl- light the candle for the lighthouse <laughs> Ooh, come on Pete you can do it <gasps> yeah, Do you remember when he eats the apple yeah
2: doesn't he feed him an apple nom, nom, nom. I, do, I feel like I am the dragon <laughs> What if they do remake it a third time and you're not if like If they
0: can do a remake it a third time and it's not a two man show on black box theaters <laughs> then you know that they've done it
2: wrong. Wait, 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 real quick and and this do the dragon do Pete swiping on black tinder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh i would love to get called out uh, for that I, berk <laughs> chrysler's racist he did a dragon <laughs> swiping a and tinda fuck <clears throat> i love you man i love you too man thank Thanks, you buddy.